Blog Talk Radio. They say that's a bad mother, shut your mouth Every time I run the ruckus Bust till my lung is busted Bust till I travel into space That remains undiscovered Horrorific is a rap government And you can get indicted If you don't throw up your hands and pump your Yeah, And I'm on my shit Like who won't it, bitch? None of y'all weak motherfuckers Can fuck with this rap God of the audio box Whatever comes out of your mouth I slaughter while the audience watch Under the order of the Lord of his hot grand mic Master the hey rules Tongue spit, God slow, they lose. You want some young shit? The Pharaoh's back, I spit All black rap. Something that has a 
highest I see far rising over the horizon And the sun is setting on the runway And on Sunday the blessed do sun pray Knowing one day I'll be dressed in a sun ray You my double, the stream moves jet fast I beamed up using King Tut's death mask And on the rise through the eyes of hey Ruh I learned to do magic that's higher than they do Now they wanna know, yo, is oh, yo, is he good? I stay on the low road with the priesthood Probably hood, you probably would. Rob me if you probably could. 
That nigga with the famous flow, change his clothes. He ain't about shit, but he ain't as though. Pain is flow, smoking on bang and drove. It's getting hard for you to dodge every flame I throw. You want fuck every game I know. The game I hold, if you spend time with chicks, that's the same as dope. When my name blow, I'ma shine like a rainbow. Still I got crime on my mind. I'm the same old, the same old from upstate with the same flow. The same nigga let his pants hang too low. If I die, I'ma go where angels go. That's why slugs coming at me getting angles though. I'm proud for the guards. He got me reaching out for the stars. I'm traveling far. This world is moving fast as my car. Passengers are guards. Niggas know I smoke when I drive. Let passengers ride. I get these niggas back as the guard. Hey yo, we been through some shit and now we... I pushed the Benz whip through Hollywood. They said niggas spinning chips like he probably hood. You probably would. Rob me if you probably could. Hey yo, we been through some shit and now we... I pushed the Benz whip through Hollywood. They said niggas spinning chips like he probably hood. You probably would. Rob me if you probably could. Never written, I called at the hitting. 
run like almond. The unlettered prophet that profits from ramen. The flow been knowledge. I open college and I use sign language that is so symbolic. Black African Power. Welcome to the rebirth of the African Civilization Show, the home of the Amin Raw Squad. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know what it is. God killing a house. Come to do what I got to do because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Putting it together, organizing the information, making sure it's tight and solid because we're standing strong on it. Man, very, 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 very interesting. And as the world turns, man, boy, I'm glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be speaking to the family. Man, you know, I just like to give a shout out to everybody that's participating, right? And standing behind the Amin Raw squad. I appreciate that, man. And, you know what I'm saying, it's important that we support each other. Man, got a lot of callers on the line. A few hands are raised, man, saying, and it's a good goddamn day. Absolutely, positively. Trying to tell you it's a good day. Every day you above, it's a good damn day. So we just got to make the most out of it. Very, very important that we continue to understand African customs and African traditions, man. Man, I had a powerful hangout today. In case y'all are missing, I'm going to kind of recap it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, talk about that Passover real quick. Very interesting to find that you still got black people uh, <laughs> practicing the Passover, whether you be a black crazy Hebrew Israelite or whether you be a lost your mind Christian. You know what I'm saying? You celebrating the wholesale murder of African people. And I'm going to kind of go into that, man. But first, let me open up the lines, man. Let me look up the lines. Where you at, Smash Rock Wells? What's good? What's happening, bruh? Black African power. Black African Power, bro. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm chilling, kicking back, uh, you know, ready to build. I really want to, after we talk about that, I want to get into some uh, some economic discussions, you know what I'm saying? Because as we was talking about before the uh, the, the show started, uh, I don't know if people know or not, I don't work a job. I don't. I don't. I'm an entrepreneur. I, I sustain myself by being creative. And the same goes for my brother, brother, aunt. I don't think you work a job, do you, brother, aunt? Nah, man, I ain't this shit. Every time I thought I was going to work a job, they would. I would always get fired. So that, it never made no sense to me. Exactly. <laughs> I never could do it. Yeah, so we, do it. we right here, a couple examples of brothers who have maintained and learn how to sustain themselves by being off the plantation. A lot of our brothers wonder how come they got such a limited voice. It's really because your heart... Because you know you would jeopardize your family stability coming on your Facebook woofing or doing anything from a public platform. And so maybe we could touch on, uh, you know, some of that stuff after we build real good on this this Passover. Because you done walked the whole, 
You done walked the whole community out with that information on side of the TV, huh? Oh, yeah, no, man. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't doing that. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. I was trying to save it. But, you know what I'm saying, I caught one of their generals out there, yo. So whenever we see a high-ranking official, we want to go ahead and knock them off. You know what I'm saying? Make them tell the truth. It's about telling the truth, man. You feeling me? So let's get right down to the organized truth here real quick, man. Now, uh, your parents, you know, they all practiced and did the damn Passover thing in Christianity. We know we did it, right? We know for certain that the black Hebrew Israelites, they have a big-ass festival, all right? Up there in Harlem, they're going to be celebrating the Passover. So let me give you a little backdrop on the Passover. Uh, if you know anything about the Bazabble, right, because it is the Bazabble, right, uh, foreign literature, okay? Uh, in Exodus, right, they throw ten plagues on the head of the great Pharaoh. Okay, now the whole ten plague thing is totally ridiculous because every time the great Pharaoh, African king, gets a plague, right, the African king, you know what I'm saying, say, okay, I'm going to let you go. Not a problem. But the crazy God in the Bible he hardens the heart of the Pharaoh. And he not only does it once, he does it after every quote-unquote plague, which is ridiculous to me. So if you're trying to change a person's mind, right, with showing him your great power, but yet when he goes to change his mind, right, you harden his heart so he can't see what you just did to him. Ridiculous. Now, the worst plague out of them all, okay? Let me read this for you real quick, all right? It says... In the narrative, because that's exactly what it is, of the Exodus, the Bazabu tells that God helped the children of Israel escape from their slavery in Egypt. Now, let's get this established, right? There is no archaeological record, no historical record from no nation surrounding Egypt, from no records and documents and papyrus in Egypt, right? showing that any Hebrew person or Israelite was enslaved. Let's get that established. So we're going to get that straight. So it really becomes a ridiculous goddamn story at the end of the day. Now watch this. Escape from their slavery in Egypt by inflicting ten plagues upon the ancient Egyptians. These are black people. We know this. According to their story, the Egyptians are from the seed of Ham. And according to their story, the Ham is the lowlanders. Southerners, right? They inhabited Africa. Okay? That's according to their book. Alright? So Ham is supposed to be black. Ham is really an Egyptian word, meaning burnt. Talking about burnt people. Right? Egyptians before the Pharaoh would release his Israelite slaves. It say the tenth and the worst of the plagues was the death of the Egyptian firstborn. So now we see that the firstborn, firstborn, right, murdered in Africa. Now, let's get into it a little teeny bit. It says Israelites were instructed to mark doorposts of their homes with the blood of the slaughtered spring lamb. And upon seeing this, the Spirit of the Lord knew to pass over the firstborn in these homes, hence the English name, of the holiday. Sounds crazy. Hence the English name of the damn holiday. Okay. When the Pharaoh freed the Israelites, it is said that they left in such a hurry that they could not wait for the bread dough to rise. 
Yeah, right. whatever, yo. And that's where they get their unlevied bread from. But let's establish this. I was raised in the Jewish community, so I already know whenever you go into a Jewish house, right, you'll see this little thing over the doorway. That is supposed to uh, uh, suggest or, 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 or marking, harking back to the days where the lamb's blood was placed, okay, around the doors. All right? So let's get that straight. So let's go to where you can find it in the Bazabo literature. Now, I try hard not to call the literature scripture because it's not sacred and divine to me. We got to get out of that. We keep making it what it is. We give the Bible its power. We give it its authority. And I always say this, that the Hebrews, Christians, and the Muslims are the most arrogant people amongst us, right, because they presuppose that their little homes like in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East, which are really little dots on a map, right, have the control over the spirituality of the planet, that their God in particular, whether it be Allah or Yahweh, Elohim, or Jesus Christ, is the God of the whole world. Let's establish this now. There is no record at the onset of Hebrew religion that they traveled the globe, knew everybody on the planet, to even have the ability to write the history of the planet. There's no historical documentation on that. There's no historical documentation that any of their patriarchs, quote-unquote patriarchs, existed. There is no documentation of a united monarch. Before 600 BCE. Yeah, I said it. And I'm on my shit right there. So let's get into this real quick. All right? Let's go to the book of Exodus real fast and just get it out the way and show you how we suffer from PTSS, post-traumatic slave syndrome. When a slave acts out as a victimizer, right? Why else? Would you celebrate the wholesale murder of firstborn African babies? Why would you do it? Now, I won't read this whole thing. So this is what I want to do. All right. I'm going to go right to uh, Exodus chapter, no, Exodus chapter 12, verse 7. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and the tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That the same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made with yeast. Do not eat the meat raw. Obviously they must have been eating raw meat because they God got to tell them, don't eat the meat raw tonight. Uh-huh. Or boil Water, so they must have been boiling their damn meat. <laughs> you know there ain't no black people. Black people cook. They ain't gonna eat no raw food, and they gonna cook. They ain't boiling no damn roast. But roasted over fire with the head, legs, and internal organs. Internal organs. Mm. Do not leave any of it till morning. If if some left till morning, you must burn it. This is how, verse 11, this is how you ought to eat it. With your cloak tucked into your belt 
your sandals, you know them Jesus Christ sandals, sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. I can see Hebrews celebrating that crap up in Harlem in the ballroom. It says, eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. They be trying to eat their meat real quick. <laughs> Crazy. Verse 12. This is when it gets striking. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals. So this crazy, egotistical God, he's not only going to kill the the firstborn African babies, he's going to kill the firstborn animal. Let's say this again. He's not only going to kill the firstborn African babies, he's going to kill the firstborn of animals. What the hell is going on? What do the animals have to do with that? What did the firstborn have to do with that? Wow. And I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. Now, this is a very, 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 very important point that they bring out, and we, most of us, didn't even see it. First of all, we didn't even recognize that the Egyptians was black, and if you did recognize the Egyptians was black, you didn't recognize that they was murdering the babies. But when the book says, I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt, what is the God? Not what is the God to the Hebrews and not what is the God to Germanic people is a God to African people. What is the God to Egyptians? First of all, they wouldn't even use that word. But let's appease them for a moment, right, and to not cause confusion because a lot of us might not understand. We would say Netcher. All right, or natural, or nature. So they pass in judgment on the nature of Egypt. They pass in judgment on the customs and traditions of African original people. How in the hell can an outside force come in and pass judgment on your customs and your traditions and your ideas? Man and woman created God. Man and woman created the ideas and concepts that later on you'll find in religion. So African people created the nature, ideas and concepts to explain a natural world. And some outside egotistical maniac comes in, murders all the firstborn kids, And passes judgment on African custom and traditions. And we follow like we ain't got no sense. I am the Lord. Let me hit you with that. 13. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. So if you take the land's blood, and I wonder how they're going to do that up in Harlem. Are they going to really sacrifice something the way they be talking about them African sacrifices? Are they really going to sacrifice something? Hmm. So what they're really saying here, give up your customs, give up your traditions, kill a lamb, and put the blood over the door, and you won't die. That's a hell of an ultimatum. But see, that's the same ultimatum we've been faced with in North America. 
Give up your custom, give up your traditions, and you can get a Cadillac. Give up your custom, give up your traditions, and we're going to let you work that job. Don't you be talking about where you at on Facebook. We won't hire you. You think I'm playing? Try it. Don't you be putting up on YouTube videos telling the truth because they the bullies. And the bully behavior is transmitted in their literature. You can see the Indo-European all over it. Bullies, threatening. Why in the hell would you care how a person worships? Well, that's the size of it. And so ignorance is bliss. Let's define that. Ignorance is bliss. A lack of knowledge results in happiness. So they happy, right, the ISUPK, because that's who I caught out there last night on Saw Another Show, Kazariak. He even caught a lot of arrows this year. He's a walking billboard with arrows sticking out of his head. You're more comfortable if you don't know something. So they're being there celebrating drinking wine, eating lamb very, very fast, celebrating the wholesale murder of their ancestors. Because we know through rigorous study, through DNA, anthropology, paleontology, downright common sense, we know that we are an African people through the DNA. We can prove it through the archaeological record. We can prove it through slave, uh, uh, quote-unquote, records. We can prove all of that. And we can use black scholars in every single discipline I just named to tell who we are. Hmm. You want to add something to that, Brother Smash Rockwells? Man, I don't know, but I don't think I ever heard nobody in the community break down uh, the Passover like you have. Because they just, they passing over them houses, huh? With the blood, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. see? Breaking that down, and that's good to put that out there for the people, because as we see, they invite us to uh, the celebration, or, well, not us, but you might uh, get an invite to a certain celebration and not even know what you're really celebrating. So, mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, they got niggas in it. They got niggas that ain't even on that side, you know, coming and celebrating that nonsense, man. Because brothers ain't really knowing. I ain't fault if you don't know. But, you know, come on, man. Not supporting that crap, man. I'm going to tell you right now, man. I'm just trying to figure out, right? Now, ISUPK, right, they supposed to be the clear Hebrews, and we know they don't fuck with the African people. They anti-African, all right? Your boy, Yasharel, he's anti-African, all right? Okay, Black Lotus civilization is anti-African. Why am I saying this? Because you would never align yourself 
with brothers and sisters like that. And guess what I figured out there, Smash Rockwells? What's that? When they supposed to be doing their little little their little things. When they supposed to be doing their little things, man. In April, am I uh-huh. correct in that? Yeah, what they doing, the Passover party? They going to be in the Passover, Black Lotus Civilization, doing the Passover, celebrating the murder of their culture. What the hell is going on? Uh-uh. Anti-African behavior. Now, if I'm wrong, somebody let me know I'm wrong, but I know that's when they're going to do it. They might not do it now if I blast them up a little bit. All right, let's get our minds right. So Yasharel, he he wanted, man, I love Africa. A step check is a dice. Man, I love Africa. Gay literature, the Egyptians are gay. I love Africa while I celebrate the wholesale murder of African babies. Yeah, right. Get out of here with that crap. Right. You don't love Africa. You love Yahweh Elohim. Tell the truth. I love African people. Regardless of what religion they accept. Go ahead, brother. No, I was hearing you all the way. Keep going. Because you just dropped a bomb like, you don't love Africa, you love Yahweh. And if they had the ultimate, you know what they'd pick. Yeah. Tell the truth. Right now, if you told me Yahweh was coming down, um, or or, or Jesus was coming down, you got a choice. African people or Yahweh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say the hell with Jesus and the hell with Yahweh. The hell with that idea called Jesus Christ. The hell with that concept called Yahweh. Let me deal with the real. Because we are natural people. Believing in Jesus Christ and Yahweh makes you a supernatural person. We are not supernatural. There is nothing outside of the natural. And to the degree to which you cannot understand what I'm saying is the degree to which your mind has been captivated by racism, white supremacy. PTSS. Post-traumatic slave syndrome. Why else would you celebrate the murder of the young babies? Hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. You see Nazi, uh, Nazi little video on polite. They getting, yeah, he getting, yeah, yeah, she tripping. He getting hot. Oh my god. He trying to heat it up a little bit. You should just let that go, man. I ain't even really made a video about the debate, yo. We did some literature on the debate, man. But I ain't really came out. I could have grandstand. I ain't even do that yet. Yeah, we ain't made no gospel videos. All of ours had the information and the content and showing the things you missed. I got to I could write a book on all this stuff you talking about, man. But it, but the response is in a book. You can't lose a debate when you already got all the answers in the book and it be true. I mean, it was crazy, yo, how they just followed suit. It was crazy, dog. Yeah, I know that was going to happen because I knew the extent of their research wouldn't go beyond R.B. Parkinson's. Uh, uh, is a document called uh, Homosexual Literature, uh, Homosexual Desire in Middle Kingdom Literature. And I knew for a fact that once they found that, they would have thought they had the bomb. And so I simply went went behind that document and uh, researched every claim in the document, not only researched every claim in that document, but went to the source of those claims and got down to the bottom of almost every claim. So 
at the time when they was talking about it. Oh, yeah, that's the book Magi that y'all need to go to support. Magi Handbook for the Conscious Community. And I know a few of my brothers didn't got it already, so I appreciate that. A few of my sisters got it already. But that's that book. But what I was saying was I could write a whole nother book on all the dealings about the debate that he's sitting there doing his YouTubes about, but that ain't what it's all about, them gossip videos and all that little shenanigans. He putting up uh, <laughs> Facebook Facebook dialogues between uh, two scholars acting like that that's anything to suit his case. I put all my stuff on the line. I came to the debate. I said, challenge me now. He didn't do it. I asked you, could you read Metal Netter? Yeah, exactly. I asked you, could you read Metal Netter? You could not do it. So it'd be like when you get out of an argument with, you know, you was young, you get out of an argument with your chick, you leave, and you be driving down the street, and you be like, man, I should have said this. He have a hell of should have says right now, and he trying to come back on, you know what I'm saying? He trying to come back on the TV and get off something that he really didn't get off at the time when I was standing right there saying, challenge me, challenge my skill at Medunetta. Throw up a stellar, throw up anything and say, read this, Jonathan. So, but now, mm-hmm. so that's why I see, think some of that stuff is real disingenuous. It's disingenuous. They supposed to have the Black Lotus there reading that. <laughs> yeah, we smoked them out. We smoked them out the weeds. Be talking in the weeds a little bit, yo. Yeah, smoke them out the weeds. They'll come out to play one day. It was a complete work, brother. That's all I can tell you, man. The book is a complete work, yo. Matter of fact, man, all y'all got some damn good books, man. Man, and people just don't know, yo. You got all the legit knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's the Amaral Squad Scholarship, man. That's that Magi arrows up, yo. That's that 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 mocha. That's that motherfucking science, man. That's that. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's that heat. They get it one day, yo. They get it. If they don't send. You know. You, you know what's interesting to me, man. I can tell the brothers on the heating side was kind of young, because if it was me, and I seen that fire in that building, right. And I seen that, damn, they didn't really get to get off like they could have. Let's just take this loss and shut the hell up. They could have just shut up and congratulated us. No, they want to have an after party. Who the hell you don't have an after party? Who the hell you know plan a party before the event? Who plans an after party before the event and then who actually goes and celebrates like that? They should have took that shit quietly and rolled off into the sunset. And kept and kept the people that was following, but no, they want to bring more light to it. Come on, man! I promise you, y'all put up all that flagrant claims y'all want to. Y'all, I ain't got nothing else better to do. Uh, I promise you. Oh, so, oh, so little man, us. We wasn't crying. We had a celebration party, right? We had a celebration show right from the room that night. I remember. People <laughs> getting on the air. Remember, we just did a little celebration show just laughing and chilling. You ain't heard us out here crying. Nope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, put it this mm-hmm. way. They always saying, and, and, you know, some comedic cats coming up to me saying that we won a debate. 
See, we learn show and prove from the 5% nation. Show and prove. Name one comedic cat came up on you and said y'all won the debate. That's a bold-faced lie. But I tell you, Captain Tazaria say y'all lost the debate. Okay? So we show and prove. We go into bigger organizations, bigger than y'all, with more respect in, in that regard, that's saying y'all got off. So... I don't get it. Now, show us the camera. Yeah. Oh, the Black Lotus? Please, we shut them down. We closed their doors, so go close to Zarya doors like we closed Black Lotus doors. <laughs> yeah, go close that door. Don't that. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Man, I don't think that's happening. So nah, take man. it from y'all general that y'all lost it. From y'all captain to Zarya. Y'all lost that one. Yeah, they lost that. I tell you what, though. <laughs> Tell you what's funny. They not only lost it, yo, they make themselves look super crazy for no reason. I wouldn't even keep you talking about this if they just shut up. I'd have went did something else. See y'all they forget, yo, I'm the real black eighties, yo. They forget that, Smash. I'm the real black eighties. That's all I do. Twenty four seven. Educate yeah, on how to beat the God out of your damn mind. So it's what I do. Can't wake up dude every day and, and they on uh, they on a new video just crying and, 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 and trying to say how they won and you know what I'm saying? You're trying to make a case, you got a campaign, post debate campaign, damage control. Like, come on man, who's doing that? We i I'm just sitting back and be like, Y'all might as well let that go. Because after a while it's gonna set in, you're gonna realize there's nothing you can do, you just, it went down how it went down. You might not have liked how it went down, but hey, it went down like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's be honest and fair. I mean, they justified, and he's at least justified in feeling like the debate did not go down the way he intended it to because none of us, who, who thought we was going to be rushing through our stuff like that? But, you know, you just hey, lucky, yo. Oh, my God, they was lucky, yo. So lucky. <clears throat> Mm. I mean, just lucky. Never want to trip. But you know what? Something I do want to uh, bring up on the new subject that I was mentioning earlier about being off that plantation or being on that plantation, however you choose mm-hmm. to live your life. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But about that uh, economic system, our economic system, our, our structure that we really don't have in our community that makes us rely on the typical uh, American template, which back in the day it was uh, surmised and uh, what they call, are put together and what they called the American dream or what have you, where you would, you know, go to school, get, do good in school, excel, uh, go through the higher education, get a job, and get a house with a white picket fence, and that'd be that. Obviously, that plan wasn't working out for a lot of us. We learned that at uh, uh, early ages, whether I don't know everybody's have, but some people probably <laughs> did work for them, you know what I'm saying? But I know the majority of our brothers, that just wasn't it, you know, so they came up with something different. Well, later on, uh at these stages of life, we it, it all boiled down to whether you wound back up on that plantation or in that hamster wheel or 
are serving that, uh, that, that economic system or whether you've been able to escape and be uh, entrepreneurial and set up certain type of things to support yourself. And then as we was noting that sparked the whole conversation, it came from the voice that we know that some men have and some men don't on social media and how it all comes back down to, oh, uh, you've got this job that you don't want to lose, so you really can't even express your views. Half the reason why cats be hiding behind pseudo names on the book be because they boss or something, so they want to live like they really free, so they slap on, a, uh, you know what I'm saying, one of them names, and they get to saying hella racist stuff, with all black, and I'm just speaking from my, uh, from my, from my perspective. With all black friends on there, and then act like they banging. I mean, I don't want to, and I don't want to confuse too many conversations, but I do want to address almost a little bit of everything I said. And first, I address the latter thing. I let everybody on my shit. I have no boss, and I say all the shit y'all say with only black people on y'all page. You see what I'm saying? Like I just don't give a damn. I mean, it's not like it's bold or it's macho, but if I'm feeling this way, I don't have to think about getting fired first or think about uh, any type of things getting taken away from me, specifically because of the way that we set things up for ourselves to this extent. And so not to put it out there like that's something to be boastful of, but I wanted to get into, if you didn't mind, a sort of a conversation about how you enabled yourself to do that, how we enable ourselves to do that, and how other brothers, if they was like, okay, I'm breaking out. I need to know, though, how I'm going to be getting my paper when I ain't on that plantation. Because the only options that they've been given in society, you see what I'm saying, always lead to the bang or something negative. So we, mm. I know you probably got a few other things you want to touch on, but eventually let's build it. Let's dig on that. Man, shit, I already tell you the story, y'all. My neighborhood, y'all. Been raised in the George neighborhood. So I used to always go uh uh to this little uh restaurant breakfast a Jewish man owned it. And the Jewish man knew me from playing football with his son. Uh his son played quarterback. Of course we won some damn championships. Of course. Of course I was too young to play, but my game was so damn mean they let me on that anyway. But of course, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? The Jewish man told me this, yo. He said, never work for nobody else, always work for yourself, yo. And, man, when he first told me, yo, it just hit home. And so, you know, me and my boys, we always we just took up from there, yo. You know, I think Ish posted an excellent damn video with, uh, I forget his I forget his name, man. What's the what's the mobile uh, name? It was with Jay-Z. What's his name, yo? Dame Dash. Damon Dash. <laughs> he was talking about, you know what I'm saying, like, how you going to leave something for your children? Well, do you own something that you can leave it to your children because you give your child a job, right? And this shit was deep. But the people on the radio show, they couldn't get it. The almost white guy, I don't even know his name, was, was trying to give a million, million reasons why you should work. Now, I ain't telling y'all to go quit y'all jobs. I'm just saying we're very creative people, and there's a lot of avenues to getting done what you need to get done, okay? So the time you spend slaving on the plantation is the time you could spend focusing on your ideas, writing your business plans, getting it together, 
You know what I'm saying? We waste a lot of money eating out. You could be saving money on certain things. You know what I'm saying? You can cut back on a lot of things. Stop wanting to get the slicker car. Focus on your things. Focus on the things you need to do. You know, we spend a lot of money looking super slick. You know, you can put that paper away. You you can save your income tax check. Imagine if most people just for five years say the income tax check. Where would they be at? Yeah, man. That's only business plan. You feel me? Yeah, use that. Uh, what about using that? I was talking to some other brothers. What about using that with three or four of your other homies putting that together and starting a business instead of flossing out on your homies? I mean, that mm-hmm. might be good startup funding, but keep going. That is a good startup funding because I noticed, I was like, why the hell is the stores all crowded? And they was like, damn, it's income tax time. So most black people, right, you know what? Black people, they, they fill in the stores with income tax time. But if you put ten in together over them seven eight thousand dollar checks, yo, come on, yo, you really got something there. You ain't had the money all year. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know how to work your shit. Where you keep most of your money all the year. So 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 Uncle Sam, you know you know your daddy holds your money for you. Didn't give it back to you at one time, and you go run and spend it because we have no focus, right? We have no understanding of working together. You put that money together, you can have whatever you want to have. So it's very interesting. It, and I'm telling you this, man, it's a mindset. I promise you this. That's all religion is. You give religion the power. God can be whatever the hell you imagine it to be. See, you're right. You're right. You, I mean, I mean, it's so real. It's like this, man. When you're independent, too, a snitch really ain't got nobody to tell. Like, they could go on my page and be a raise as hell that I said whatever they want to say, but who they going to tell. They're not going to contact my boss. They know that's out the question. They can't even contact really nobody to affect me in that regard unless they start doing illegal stuff. You know, do start meddling. So it, it's kind of like it's empower. That's how it's empowering first because we get to even be on this show right here. How you could mm-hmm. you cannot be the real black atheist trying to work at FedEx. Let's just keep it one hundred. <laughs> They'll have you up out of there so fast. You know what I'm saying? And so I mean, you probably could because you're gonna not let them know you that. But then you ain't gonna be able to be woofing that hard as you you wouldn't be able to be you. So really, mm-hmm. off of that plantation creates and not not making no stupid economic move that'll put your family in peril because the security mm-hmm. that a job will provide sometimes is just good enough for you to live a good life. Don't get it twisted. I'm not leading nobody straight, but I'm saying half of the time people got this voice and they like can't even say what they want to say can't even do what they want to do, it's because we need to address uh, being entrepreneurs and having the freedom, monetary, financial freedom, that will then provide for social freedom. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, can, <laughs> you, you, you can work on your freedom. You can work on your independence. You know? Like, when I spoke at that funeral, you know, I spoke to their hearts, and I was like, man, y'all supposed to have this town right here. You know what I'm saying? You still you, you still got Koreans with the, with the head cap in us, the market, the white people own, the lower, every store they got. Are y'all serious? 
All you had to do is set up a store right beside them, they stores, and then don't go to their stores and speak to them. How you doing, Mr. Such and Such? How you doing, Miss Yao Wing? How you doing? And walk right the fuck by them like they do you. Walk by their ass, I'm telling you. That's why uh, you you face with a different, you're right, but you face with a different peril when you're trying to be entrepreneurial and you're balling and you might, or you might not even be balling. You might could be just doing modestly. And and you run into some type of uh, situation like that, you're dealing with people trying to blacklist you. Are you trying to get, you know what I'm saying, black with the way they say, okay, well, I'm going to talk to all of my people inside this industry that I know so good, better than you, and just make sure nobody messes with you. And that's another thing that they can't, people can't do if you have, if we have more black entrepreneurs or even more entrepreneurs who work in, in, in the spirit of building up our own industries or whatever, you know what I'm saying, for instance. You can't, I, we can't blackwall no white people at all. You see what I'm saying? Because we ain't even got that. It, take it into any industry. Let's just take it into the fashion industry. You see what I'm saying? Unless you move, I mean, and I ain't going to try to get too specific or act like I'm an expert at any of these things. A lot of these are just vague thoughts and we building. But unless you moving mean, mean, I mean, mean, probably like Jay-Z, you really ain't even going to have, he probably can't even black, black ball nothing right in in the fashion world. He can't say, no, don't work with them or do that. they go right over his head. So what my point is, until we got our own structure, our own economic platform where we're dealing with each other uh, with through trade and commerce, then will we not even be? Then we will only be exempt from things like being blacklisted because you're trying to speak your voice or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? That's all I want. That's to I mean you, that, that's called putting protection on yourself, man. And 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 that's why you know I do my job to clear the religion out your mind. Okay, let me take some calls and then we're gonna go into UNESCO, right? And this is very important to because it's gonna tie in into the economics that I was talking about, okay? And y'all going to understand why the Amin Ross squad, the Real Black Aviators, the Mad Job, and all signs of university, you're going to get why that's so important. All right? Let me try to get to one second. Where did I put the thing on? Okay. Oh, I tell you, man. Man, I need to find the thing on. All right, hold on. I'm going to take a call or two, and then we're going to get right, hit one on your keypad. The call number is 347-857-2055. I can't remember. I can't believe I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So y'all know I try to get a, a morning read in, right, and try to post it on Facebook sometime, right? Well, and so the morning read today was the general history of Africa, Value seven Africa under colonial domination, eighteen eighty to nineteen thirty five. But let me get right here on this call real quick, and then we can get into the UNESCO conference. But there was 
1111, your line is open. Black African Power. Peace. Peace to the gods. I wanted to kind of build with y'all real quick. This is the Peace King. I was dealing with a really deep subject. I wanted to build with y'all if y'all didn't mind. Go ahead, bro. Cool. Like, um, yeah, one of the things, um, I kind of, I, I that's how I kind of live my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, the whole thing with the Facebook thing, like, everybody can't be out there doing what y'all do, though. You know what I mean? Some people got to take this information and kind of infiltrate the system, too, a little bit. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with getting with some of these white cats that got resources right now. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. Definitely. I would, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's about the weaponization. Like, definitely what you're doing here, you know what I mean, weaponizing the information that you have. But still, you got to take that information. And if you can, some of us can sneak in, some of you can sneak in certain places and get your team together, like, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and gather resources. But that's what it's about because, again, we don't have any resources. We got to go to the people that got them. You know what I'm saying? So, um. You know, me and my particular case, well, I guess I run a company full of white cats. And that's because they got resources. I try to pull black people in, but, you know what I'm saying, like, they really don't have, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, it's hard. No, I tell black people no. how to do it themselves. And I can, that's what I wanted to talk about, how to do it themselves, so they don't have to work for me. So go ahead. No, I'm feeling you 100%. I'm glad you uh, came in on that. Please don't get it twisted that uh, – Building something for your own people does not have anything to do with who you economically working with. See, that's why we get belittled because we think we got a job at Macy's, so we think Macy's is for black people. No, no. Macy's <laughs> is doing Macy's thing, but they ain't really tripping off who their employees are because that's a small thing. And so I feel you 100%. I don't speak on no um, no social divide in uh, inside of commerce. I'm only saying we need to build up our own social structure so then we can have a power base or, a, a, you know, a ground floor to even do anything from. Right now we just are subjects, are consumers, are subject to do what me and you say we're doing, like you get around who got the resources. Eventually, right. if we uh, pay more attention to building up our own thing, we'll be getting around people who look – like ourselves, who still got the resources. But uh, 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 I mean, as far as doing business, I feel the white people I do business with respect me more that I got knowledge of self to whether they right. be dealing with an <laughs> ignorant dude, because they know I'll be on their head and they know that I'm doing majority of my business with an intent and a purpose and a cause to affect something good. So you know, I agree right. with you. No doubt. And like, one, if I could add one thing, like. One of the ways, like, and this is this is like, you know, this is a high level, you know, everybody's not for this. But one of the ways to kind of like, again, you don't like, we don't need money. Like, if you a master magician and you have intellect, you don't need money. All you need is ideas. You know what I'm saying? Ideas. You can rally people around ideas. Now, I know that's crazy. It's hard to understand. They might not even be into it. But if you were to grasp that idea. This is all you have to do. You can think like the European thinks. You get a job from the European, he ain't going to pay you for two weeks. You get what I'm saying? You got to come to work every day on your own. However you get there, that's your fault. However you feed yourself, that's your, that's your prop. However you iron your clothes, where you sleep at, that's your prop. He's going to pay you in two weeks. But he's getting paid every day. If you work at, at Starbucks or whatever store, you're collecting money and putting it in the register. You don't get that, though. He gets that. So 
we need to employ some of these concepts. If we can't hire somebody and pay them in two weeks, we need to wait till we have the idea, the concept, and then hire people because we can't necessarily do it all ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So we need to be able to, again, to create um, some type of unity and some type of oneness, but we have to have solid plans, and it takes strong leaders to, you know what I mean, to, to move these plans and work these plans. But you have to employ some of these tactics, though, you know what I'm saying? So, again, that that's a major, I mean, I know it's seeing people, oh, that's crazy, but that's the way to do it. You have to get help out here, and you have to figure out a way to pay these people. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's a good idea. The wisdom is about the wisdom. Like they say, give me the knowledge, yo. Don't don't give me fish. Give me the knowledge right. of fish, yo. Yep. Absolutely, yo. I'm with you with that. Preach King. But I'm going to keep your line open, brother. Snatch this next okay, caller, man. Real quick, man. Let me see what we got in line, man. Gullah Geechee Jack. Team of Cyrus. What's good, brother? What's good with it, man? Yeah, yeah, it's chilling with you, man. Listen to y'all. Yeah, y'all exactly right, man. I'm doing the same thing right now. I'm uh, supposed to meet over my business partner more, get an LLC, my dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it's about. And like I said, I ain't stood away from nobody having that stability from their family. But it's about eventually, I mean, as you grow, you can just work a little bit every day on having your own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always got to have it in your mind to, to, to at least, to least uh, save your money up and invest in yourself, you know what I mean? You know mm. what I'm saying? So you don't have to, so you don't have to work. You got you to gotta, you gotta buy your freedom. You got to buy your freedom. You know what I'm saying? It ain't free. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like people don't, a lot of people don't understand that, we live in the United States of America, you know what I mean? This this country, I mean, well, this country ain't even really a country. It's a corporation, you know what I mean? It's a capitalist corporation. You're supposed to be here doing capitalist things. I always look at, my, I always look at myself as a foreigner. You know, never supposed to look at yourself as a citizen of this place. You're a walking corporation, you know what I mean? That's a goddamn good-ass way of looking at it, brother. That, and you know what, dude? But that's the trick. We've been here for so long that we think it's home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've come so accustomed to living uh, um, white man and black face around this motherfucker, man, right? That we act you, because we'll say, we'll stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Now, let's mm-hmm. think about that for a minute. Now, you know what I'm saying? I be coaching basketball and all that, and I know they don't like me. But, you know, when I'm in them gyms, man, watch my daughter play and all that, when they all stand up, you know, and turn to the president, to the flag, I'm sitting down. I'm not moving. And so we'll always get somebody ask me, so why, you know, like, why you ain't stand up? Sometimes I hit them with, well, I can't breathe. And they get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they choking out niggas and killing them, shooting them, right? But if you want the long story, I'll hit you with the wait a minute, though. I said, have you actually listened to the words? See, I really listen to those words. So I'm careful on what I pledge my allegiance to. It's like the mm-hmm. Passover. You celebrate murder of kids, right? And then, then you pledge allegiance. What are you pledging your allegiance to? The flag. What did the flag do? The flag came and got your ass up out of Africa. What did the flag do? When they was fighting mm-hmm. in Starburst, bursting in goddamn air, Gave proof to you tonight that the flag was still there. Your ass was in slavery. 
Mm-hmm. They didn't fight that war for you. It wasn't about you. It was about their commerce, their business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even 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 why even even why they call us black and white is all about economics. We economically black, but culturally we Gullah Geechee and Creole. Yeah, well that's up for debate. Goddamn, I know you Gullah Geechee Jack. I couldn't expect you to say nothing else. But <laughs> 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 go ahead, yo. You good with that one, though, yo? But you you. Tell me you what I'm saying here, man. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yo, you put your hand over your heart. Now you ask yourself, what does that mean to you, the African man? You can look at the daggone Egyptian statues and 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 and, 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 and smash rock. Well, you can speak to that, man. They had a they had a best foot forward, yo, with their heart. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, look at those statues, yo. You see that foot forward, right? It's on the same side your heart on, man. All right. That's a sacred symbol, man. So when you give me your heart to something, man, you got to be kidding me, man. Listen to the words of the a pledge of allegiance to the flag. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. You, you come on, come on, man. We got to start thinking it through. And 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 I promise you this, man. It's your state of mind that keeps you in this condition. All right. At the end of the day, and you say, "Well, damn, man, they really oppressing us." Yeah, I get it. But we oppress ourselves even more, right? Because this is what I learned. I learned this, man. You can throw me in a room full of drugs, yo. I'm talking about hardcore drugs, right? And if I don't pick them up and use them, yo, I don't get high. So they can oppress you or oppress you and do all they want to do to you. But if you don't take the programming, yo, if you don't accept their programming, what they going to do to you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to really start thinking about this thing a little bit different. We did 500 years of Christianity, maybe less than 100 years of trying to play Muslims. Okay, we didn't did all the we did that, but yet nothing has changed. Everything is different, but nothing has changed. In the words of the great John Clark. Everything is different, but nothing has changed. Economically speaking, like Claude Anderson said, he said, when you was a slave, they let your ass out of slavery, you own less than 1% of the land in America. It's 2015, your ass own less than 1% of the land in America. Show me where you came so far at. You can only judge a people through his economic crowd. I'm telling you, you can only judge a people by his economics. How else are you to judge a people? What is your economics? Your food, your clothing, your shelter, and your protection of that makes up your economics. Mm -hmm. Your stability. How stable are you? How stable is your economy? How stable is your family? And your family's only stabilized when you have a, an economy within the family mm-hmm. that you control and you make decisions because you can have a job, and I promise you this, and your ass can get fired the day of tomorrow. And I always hated that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's, and that's exactly that's exactly why uh, race was even invented to control specific uh uh, uh, you know, class systems and shit. You know what I mean? 
to, to control the, the economics in certain class systems, you know what I mean? So, like, you know what I mean? You know, the United States had the one-drop rule, and then the Spanish, Portuguese, and French had the some type of caste system where they had more, like, you know, uh, different levels, more different levels of intermixing, like a intermixed mulatto class or whatever. But uh, but all that all of that was 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 based on the economic structure of trying to control control uh, control people. You know what I mean? That you control control the uh, the future of, of, of people's uh, economics. Yeah, you're right. That shit. A lot of it started. Uh, a lot of that same Spanish caste system lingered over from uh, our Andalus or uh, the. Arabic or Moorish Spain, I would say, when mm-hmm. they first were some of the first to institute one of those color-based caste systems uh, dealing with lineage and, uh, you know, made, they made up all those different terms we often cite, about, uh, uh, Morano, Moranos, Moriscos, uh, even Mulawad is one people don't know. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, Gambos, mulatto, uh, mulatto, the term mulatto comes from mula or mula uh, what is it? Mualad. Yep, mualad. I'm just going off memory, but it's something like M U W A L L A D. If anybody want to pop that word up in, uh, in the dictionary, and, and that's like the uh, root to mulatto, and that was just a, a, a basically a social structure on the caste system. Uh, uh, more Spain, so I think they picked up on that after they got rid of the Moors. They still had that intact. I'm not blaming it on the Moors because you know it's been caste systems all, all throughout time. Yeah, I just, because, because even even the uh, the Spanish, the Spanish or the Portuguese person that was actually born in Spain as Portuguese, they had like a higher rank than the people that was born over here, and then it went yeah. down the ladder from there. Yeah, that's how they was doing it. Yeah. I mean, you know, what what they had, uh, remember they had broken down up into, I think it was even to a sixteenth. Well, well, look up what a quadroon is. Q U A D R O O O N. I think a quad. I know what a quad is, but for some reason, I think a quadroon had a less of a uh, a less than a fourth of a. No, it was less than a fourth. It was like a. a uh, ace, man, they had small fragments. Yeah. That that this itty bitty fragment of that was Jew blood, though, to be a quadroon, I think. But yeah, it, um, it's like a, a, a quadroon, for example, is like just say of a uh, just say just say of a, a European slept with an African woman, and then that child slept with a, a European uh, woman. You know what I mean? That's that would be considered a quadroon. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's going back into the European, you know what I mean, or, you know what I'm saying, or, or either, vice versa. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up. But uh, I think they, I, I, I realized that because they said Champollion was accused of being that or somebody uh, to that effect was accused. No, Adolf Erman, that's who it was. And they tried to kick him off of one of these one of these uh, Medonetra or one of these European translating groups for being a Jew or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because Jews, Jews were considered white when a part of the time, or, or even Irish. You know what I mean? That's how you know that, you know what I'm saying, that shit, it's, it's a club type shit. <laughs> that shit's great. <laughs> mm. <laughs> shit. 
Um, let me get this next call, yo. Let me get into the next call, man. Um, it's going to tie right back into economics, man. And see, y'all, I mean, people like, y'all don't teach about economics. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, you could give one person $100, right, and give another person $50, right, and by the end of the year, no, you could give one person $2 and give another person $500, right, and at the end of the year, the person with $500 ain't going to have no money, be broke in debt, and the person with the $2, Yo, I have some money saved up. How does that happen? It's the way you think about it. It's the way you handle money. It's a mindset. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's a mindset. I promise you this. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're creatures of habits. And if you form bad habits, you'll, you'll form bad money habits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like we so tight with money. But guess what? If you, if you keep your hand closed with the money, nothing comes in and nothing comes out. Right. You got to spend money to make money in this world called North America. It's cash flow. It's currency. It's coming it, 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 it right. right back to you. You got to make it come back to you. You got to flip. Currency. It, it moves. It's a vibration. Yeah. Just like, just like uh, when Uncle was talking about nature, you know what I mean? The, the, the source of the world economics is ecosystem. You know what I mean? It makes it easy for some of us. It makes it easy for some of us to follow uh, a little bit like we touched on earlier. Then let's get this UNFC or whatever. Uh, when we talked about basically ownership, home ownership, if you can't, or some particular property, whether it's not something you're living in, but it, it shifts it shift you over from, from one category to another, not specifically like that, but as far as being able to, you know, pull out, deal with your equity and what have you. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, it, it lets you do certain things that uh, that renting don't let you really do. Or And it's not like necessarily renting for your living situation, but just being a, a owner of some type of property uh, always basically it, it helps. I mean, what can I say? Everybody knows that, right? You can refinance. You can pull out right. loans. Do a whole lot of things. So when we be talking about not having money for startups, it, 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 being an owner of something, uh, some type of property, always. Really but like, is official. but it is a mindset. Like Unc said, though, like you can have two dollars, you can have five hundred dollars. I've done. I have been at different levels of the thing, and when I really clicked was when I lost money. Like, that's when it really clicked. Like, when you don't have anything is when you get everything. Because you started with nothing. Like, if you can de-plug from the thing, and then when you plug back up, it's like you're at your leisure now. It's not like, you know, I used to, like, I used to pop bottles before they was popping bottles. Like, we was the reason why they pop bottles. So it's like <laughs> when you de-plug, you come back, it's like, uh, now, you know, they, you know what I mean? So it's just different. So it's like, so it's like, I have to talk about I mean, okay, they say about, like, lavishness and things like that. It's all a part of everything. You should be able to get anything you want, touch anything you want, anything you imagine you should be able to have, and that's just life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you can't, I mean, but you can't, yeah, you can't, I mean, it's like, it's like you can't, you just have to know it. Like, and that's when I get to the know and the new and all of that. That's too deep for you. I'm just saying get out there and think about it first. Imagine what you want to do and then do it. Because again, like if you, it, it, and again, like you know, if you start, if you got too much money, you're gonna pay for stuff. 
and you don't want to pay for stuff. And I'm being honest. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, you don't want to pay for stuff. You got money, you'll pay for stuff. You know, like, yeah, you want to yeah. pay this person. You want to pay that person. You don't want to pay these people. You want to find out who is about that life. And you're all going to build. Because if you pay somebody, they're not going to give you their best. They, I mean, not to say necessarily, not all the time. I'm saying, I, I don't know what I'm saying for my particular case. But you could pay somebody, and you could be financing their dream. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they're just half-ass shitting your stuff out so that way they can work all night on what they really want to do. But find mm-hmm. somebody that really wants to do what you want to do and y'all can unify, you know, and and then y'all can y'all can blow, y'all can build from nothing. And then, and then, and then, and then it's easier now because you got direct, you got, you got direct, uh, direct uh, access to the consumer. So you got the internet now. You know what I mean? It ain't like it was 50 years ago. You know what I mean? You just had TV, radio, whatever, you know. Yeah, you, mm. yeah, you can do whatever nowadays. Mm. All right, let me get this next caller right here, man. In the chat room, we got Bud. He say, black businesses cannot just afford to rely on black guys alone. It has to be mixed. Everyone's money is welcome. I'm going to throw that out there and see what y'all think about that. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. another reason why we see uh, get the caller, huh? Get the, get the caller. <laughs> I was about to say something, but I didn't even want to say it. I know you was about to get a caller, so. Right, go ahead and say that, and I get the caller. Go ahead. Uh, well, we can do it after, but basically all I was going to add was, you know, one thing I noticed was I don't know if black business owners think place placing a sign in your window that says black-owned business. I wonder do they think that's beneficial or detrimental. Because I've learned that that's detrimental. Not only do black people not only want to support themselves, that's that stuff only good for a riot. But not only if black people not want to, we don't want to even support each other in the majority instance. I ain't trying to put out no no propaganda. Some people look at it like a competition. Chicks will be like, she got a boutique. I can do my boutique like this. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping, I've seen it all the time. And so I really wondered about uh, our marketing, our intent to market. We're supposed to market to all people, collect all dollars, and keep your business plan and strategy private to your company. That's all. That is the problem now. That is the problem. I mean, just piggyback. Because, wait, that is the problem that I face. Like you said, oh, I can get a bigger boutique than her. And that's, but that's where we are. We all, as black people, we all connected. So we all fight. We can do better than each other. Well, we have, we just got to embrace that. And like I say, and and not be afraid to use the Slavs or use the slaves. You know what I'm saying? And when we all just take over Universal, we take over Sony, we're using them to, to, to promote our images and to promote our ideas. You know what I'm saying? Because we all can do it. You know what I mean? There's enough of them businesses already set up and they're waiting for someone to infuse the true genius, that true imagery. So that's what we can do. We, you know what I mean? But like you're right. We don't want to help really support each other like that unless you're the poppinest one. And that's and that goes to everybody want to be part of, you know, you got to show up sometimes. I mean, shit, I mean, and that's exactly, I mean, that's how they, and that's how they came up. I mean, the German egg tribes, you know what I'm saying, got stopped, stopped, you know, the Romans stopped the shit out of them. And then they, then they, you know, what I'm saying, double crossed them and they took over. And they, but they, they, they used, but they used the, the same political system that the Romans used. But they, uh, you know, uh, 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 Germanized. You know what I mean? They, 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 they
That's yeah, I'm talking about all the yeah, uh, all the, the German mm-hmm. exiles in general. You know what I mean? How they how they emerged and took uh, uh took over the monasteries. What you know, so got what got put on by the monastery. That was all the left and employed the Italians, and then they took over and and uh you know what I'm saying when the Roman Empire fell, the holy the so called holy Roman Empire rose up, which the German acts, the Latinized German acts. <laughs> holy Roman Empire. That shit fine. You gonna grab? All right, let me get this call real quick, yo. One, 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 one. Your line is open. I'm a raw squad up, Black African Power. What's your name? What you calling from? Hey, Unc, how you doing? It's Ocean. What's going on, Ocean? How you feeling? I'm doing just fine. Unc, listen, I mm-hmm. I have I have a comment and a question, and mm-hmm. and the comment I want to make is a. Uh, well, this is a comment slash question, then I have another question for you. Okay. But you spoke very eloquently about the Passover. Mm-hmm. And I, you know I'm a fan of yours, so I, I listened to the lecture, and I'm listening mm-hmm. to you tonight. And uh, I wonder if we are mindful that so many of our brothers and sisters who are lost in Christianity, and even these so-called Hebrew Israelites, mm-hmm. I wonder if we recognize that we are dealing with egos here. Because many of them know that this is tomfoolery, like you say, Ankh, but you're asking them to turn in something that they've worked hard for. You see what I'm saying? They got a place in Hebrew. They got a place in the church, but you're asking them to lay down this fake position that they have, found it on on the basis of, of lies and falsities, and come into the true knowledge. And who will they be? They've got to start over, you know, trying to earn another position. So I'm saying, uh, do you believe many of them know that they shouldn't be believing on Passover and all this other tomfoolery, but they just don't want to start over? You know, they've been telling people all their lives, the Lord going to bless you, you know, be blessed. But, you know, you're asking them to turn in that so-called church swagger. Or, or Hebrew Israelite swagger for truth. What do you say to that? I, I say I say it's the fear that was downloaded um, early on when they brought us across some slave ships. You know what I mean? The good Jesus was the first of them, and they downloaded uh, fear. And and and, and it's really going to segue us in dealing with the UNESCO conference, right? And and why it's so important. To, to unconquer yourself by religion Because what we don't really get and understand Right why? Really religion And I say it all the time right, Is the politics of another people Okay And it's the education system And so really We've been educated through religion You can look in Africa And you'll find on the Ivory Coast Right They had these missionaries set up but these missionaries had schools, sponsored schools. And so we was educated you know, in the European way of life through the church. And they mm-hmm. understand this. Because when they couldn't beat you with guns a-blazing, okay, when they couldn't beat you with religion, they educated you in European custom and tradition. And this is what this book is talking about from the UNESCO conference. It didn't quite put it that way. But when you read this particular chapter... On page 234 You start to see That that the Muslims Arabs was educating you Right 
and the Europeans was educating you, and they was fighting against each other to see who could educate you in a particular culture and ideology. So we've been educated, download the, the virus of racism, white supremacy, herb, foolery, and it's through the education. And they made pamphlets and they did all these things, right, to make sure that, that watch this, watch how sick this is. Now, we get educated. And education helped us, right? Because we was, according to Chancellor Williams, you know, after the great dispersal and we moved back and forth, you know, we yearned to get back into knowledge, right? And bam, here they come with it, okay? So we wanted to read any goddamn thing because that's what we are as a people. We're the original nerds. So watch this. And so we get educated, right? And then we get educated and we want to fight colonialism with the education. And we start writing literature and stuff in Africa. We do all this, right? You know what I'm saying? And we know for a fact that once you start getting uh, educated in a European lifestyle, education, right, you start helping the program if your mind is not right. So watch this. They fought for liberation. Am I correct? And we know that these African nations start getting their liberation. Right? They start fighting against the colonialism. But watch this. They fight against colonialism, put out the white people, but what happened? The white people left their language and their educational system, so they really didn't kick the white people out. They never got the African. That's the trick. That when you go to the CIA fat book, go to African nations, right, and you can tell who they was colonized by. How can you tell? Because you look on the section that says the language. The language, absolutely. What is the state language? Why is the state language Belgium? Why is the state language French? Why is the state uh, language uh, English? Why? I thought you just got freed. Oh, I thought you just got yeah, independence. No, they played you. You never, we never got our independence. Not over there and not over here because we've been thoroughly educated. Think about what I'm saying. And that's where they beat us at. That's why the Amaral Squad, the Mad Job, Mocha University, Nas Science, uh, fucking Team Osiris, that's why that shit is so important. And y'all be saying, but why, y'all? That's all y'all doing is banging and information. Well, where the money at? Shut the fuck up. You can't spend your money right if your mind ain't right. Beat you with the education, dog. That's where they, that's where they got you. Because they couldn't shoot everybody to goddamn death. And they couldn't make anybody believe in goddamn religion like that. But what they could do was educate you in their system. That's what they got us at. And I recognize this a long time ago, and I say, fuck it. I'm going to be a real black atheist. I'm going to beat all that shit up. And I'm going to educate my people on shit, right? But I'm going to put the black thing with it. And I'm going to make sure we know that they ain't got nothing that we ain't already have. Mm-hmm. But Just niggas like, nah, fight me to death. Evolution, you know what you're talking about, and I show him it's in Africa. Oh, the God, I show him it's in Germany. Man, cut it the fuck out. I'm telling you right now, right, that education is about your social economic status, yo. You show some people that can't read and write, yo, and I show you high incidence of young pregnancy, uh, murder, rape, destruction, terrible food. I'm, I'm just saying the fast food, fried food. Show me a low economic status, yo, and I'll show you all these things. Then you got niggas that go to college and get flipped out the same way they did in Africa and still be talking that white bullshit and don't understand it. <laughs> Lose their culture. That's why we educate 
with the African culture. That's why they run side by side. That's why they thoroughly integrated. Trust me with that. That's why we love Africa. Because as long as you love Africa, you will keep your eye on the prize. No matter how educated you get, you never forget that at the core, what you are is African. And so the answer to your question, sis, right, is fear and the education that was given to us, right, to make them brothers and sisters do like they do. Think about it. They truly okay. think the world began with Adam and goddamn Eve. You even got to be the craziest person in the world to think that two people, you know what I'm saying, is a progenitor of everybody on this planet like that. That Jesus walked on water and died and came back. It's something wrong with your mind. You're living in fear. But your educational system and you speak their language, all these things is put into play when you're trying to teach people. Not to mention just the, the comprehension skills aren't really there. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't rock and sleep. Okay, Unc, I want to show you this dichotomy as it relates to our finances in the black community and religion. After the Civil War, 1863, clean up until 1872, I believe. It was a nine-year period. But at any rate, the Freedmen's Bureau established 117 Freedmen's Savings Banks for Black ex-slaves. And in that period of time, $50 million of black key-headed African money was channeled through those banks. And and we, we are mindful that the people who sat on the boards were all white men, property-owning white men. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to scam the, the people out of a lot of their money, so much so that they began to, people stopped putting their monies in there. But what I'm saying here, Unc, is before the birth of the black church, before the black church got a stranglehold, on the minds and traditions of those uh, newly freed Africans, they saved their money. They networked. They did things mm-hmm. together, and they saved money, and they built. So I said that to say this. Uh, how is it? And, and back then, uh, the Freedmen's Bureau and after that, that period right there, there were more black male senators in Congress than there are now. So I'm saying what is it that we are not seeing that we were able to see fresh out of slavery that we can't we're too blind to see right now and you can look at the Freedmen's Bureau website and they'll give you the map for where every bank was every it just was a they called it a basic slave savings bank or something like that but it was 117 of them and and 50 million dollars of, of black folks' money was channeled through those banks. Look, sis, man, we just—I mean, the longer you stay, the more you get whiterized. The longer we, we, we're cultivated. I mean, cultivated. <laughs> I mean, that's just reality. The longer we stay, the longer we stay, the more we think we white. I mean, we we we, we we're white culturally. I mean, face it. See, that's the only way you can change something and say, okay, I see where I'm at. And then you walk forward to a change. So that's, I mean, you know, the more we stay, the, the more we become like them. And the bad way, we take on the bad habits. We don't even pick up some of the good habits. We don't pick up that shit. We pick up, 
seem like we just pick up the crazy shit. You know, high high rates of suicide these days. I'm just saying, just the low low school. I mean, come on, man. Yo, we back then we used to love education. You know what I'm saying? You you know you wanted to try to catch a degree now, but they could talk about getting a degree. We talking shit about oh, that nigga got a degree, that nigga stupid. Come on, man. It's <laughs> it, 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 it's it's just important that the Amaral squad. You know what I'm saying? Talk to colleges. It's important we do that. But let me grab this caller real quick, sis. Anybody want to ask that before I grab the caller? Yeah, I can kind of answer that one. That was a good question, sister. A really good question. I mean, like, what I would like to say to that would be that not everybody is supposed to be, um, you know, every everybody can't be a leader, though. You know, so, I mean, so one of the things that, I mean, that I, that I would say is that, and again, this goes back to the system that we're saying about becoming more white. But what will white, what the white people become? Who were they before they are this now? So maybe what we're becoming is back to what we were once. Um, the, the process that we – I used to always say, yo, I want to get – I can't blame Oprah because I have to get as much money as Oprah myself, and then when I get it, I'll be able to do what I want to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why she hasn't just saved all black people. But then when you reach a certain point, you say to yourself, I was able to experience this struggle. Why would I stop this? from someone else experiencing this particular struggle. Because, again, how many times can you realize yourself, your true self? You know, you only get one chance to realize and identify your true self and your true existence in life. And all those previous experiences that lead up to that, they're like, you know, hopelessness, despair. You can say, hey, I felt that. I know what that's like. But you got to do it. So it's kind of like you don't want to take that from other people. Um, that, that's all I would like to say. It gets, I mean, it could get crazy, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, not to say that it wouldn't. That I'm basically to say that who we are 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 superior people. We we were we were made to be superior. This process was 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 created and set in a place to create a superior person, a superior gene, and and to bring it back to the oneness of the universe. Hmm. All right, we'll take the call on that one. Nine on nine. Your line is open. Al's up. Hey, how you doing? What's good, brother? What's good? It's you. How you doing, Sister right. This is Ah. Uh, this is Ah uh, Ma Ra. I am you. I've been trying to get a hold of you for a minute. He's laughing. <laughs> I'm spelling A H M A capital R A with height. Okay, and and I was born with this name. Okay, <laughs> I'm what's your name just, again? I'm not knowing... Yeah, go ahead. What's your, what's your name again, bro? Amara. Okay, got you. Amara. 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 What up? No, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've been I've been checking you out. Uh, you know, I'm even checking the sister Vera. I have some dialogue with uh, Mr. Vortex and stuff, and there's some things that I agree with him, and there's some things that I agree with you, and I kind of stand somewhat on my own island to a certain aspect. But being on that own island myself is not good enough because somehow, some way, all the madness has to stop to the point where we come united as one people. Now, we got a problem with our, our, our offspring. 
as I mentioned them as, that's what I declared them as. Okay, because they had to come from us, not unless somebody landed with some spaceship and brought them here and then left them here, you know, and they was just so lost, got mad and took it out on us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with me, I just look at it as like to teach what has happened is great. To get it clarified behind the mindset of this brainwashing is even better. But for me, I want to deal with right now. Right now. I'm solution-orientated. I'm just like you guys. I accept nothing but self-sustainable, self-contained system, myself. I've been on a long journey for a long time. I've been sitting and waiting and listening to all the stuff from the side meta and the conscious. And one thing that I'll tell you something, bruh, that you said was like, what were we before all this other stuff came down, the writings, the, the, the writings on the wall, the etching in stone, before the religions, before the books. What were we? Who were we? That really resonated with me because that's what I deal with. Okay, if you're going to go back, go all the way back. Okay, and once you go all the way back, slingshot yourself forward and say, oh, look, if we did all this, what have we done lately? Mm. What have we done to, to even commemorate the fact that we, if we did build them pyramids and not some so-called aliens from another planet, if we did that, what achievement have we done lately? Unless for some reason we've been in a slumber, of a place of where we needed to rest so that we could come back and show everybody how to do it again. Like I look at it this way. Daddy's come home. It's time to clean up the house. Hmm. <laughs> When I, like I said before, I'm not as astute as you guys with the language, with the mm-hmm. text, but I'm astute when it comes to the being that's not only within us, but the being walking around. Now, we've been here millions of years, so we need to skip all this other stuff that all of a sudden it started from 5,000, 10,000. We've been here for millions of years, okay? So all of a sudden we let one of our sons and daughters run the house for a minute to see how they're going to behave. But what happens when children, because i got six kids, what happens when you have kids and you turn it over to them? You come back home, you're a messy house. Those who are not, I can do this. I can handle this. You know damn well that they can. But you give an opportunity anyway. And then all of a sudden you just put out the proof. Proof is in the pudding. So now that you see how it's looked at, so it goes and says, tell me, what should I do with you what you have done? I look at it this way. You can lie about a lot of things. But one thing you can never lie is to yourself. Yeah, you can't lie to yourself, goddammit. No, you can lie to anything. You can fool yourself. You can fool everybody. But when you get to the point where you can fool yourself, there's something broken inside you. And you need to seek help. And right now, we're at the point where we need to now assist them in helping them cure them of their problem if it can be curable. We need to assess, can it be curable? But before we get to that, we have to cure ourselves. Because all we're really doing right now is we just really, this is a pyramid effect where you got all these people at the bottom keep passing plates up to the top. I guarantee if we stop passing them plates up to the top, fool will have to come back down. You're giving the tier system a class system because ain't nobody really no better because you bleed, you, you take a dump, you, you love, you 
he don't like this and you want that. I mean, everybody feels the same. It ain't got nothing to do with, the, you know, the tone of your skin color. It's just somebody, some people are just acting like they better than somebody else, and that's just not the business. There's no reason why if one has a mansion, all can't have a mansion. There's no there reason, reason if one has a Lamborghini that all can't have a Lamborghini. That's there if somebody convincing you that they better than you. Hold on, brother. Let me respond to that. What's your reason? I mean, that, you just got to be realistic. Like, uh, the brother the brother made a couple of valid points, but I guess he's telling me he wanted to beat the kids when he came in the house. That's that reciprocity. The house, <laughs> they need to be clean, but we don't need to start spanking the kids, you know, because they are us. I didn't say nothing about spanking them. I said something no, I'm about saying, I, mean, no, I know. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of went to the, so, you know. But, again, as far as, like, as, as far as, like, as far as the – Hotels. I understand the system that we live in, and um, I, I, I always like to use hotels as a, as a, as a perfect objective. Um, I say I'm part of the problem because I like to go to hotels. You know, I like okay. valeting. I like in my car. I like having you know someone making my bed. You know. Okay. So so those things are the problem because someone has to work as a maid in that hotel. Someone has to work as the valet in that in that hotel. They have to be trained, hopefully more or less, or um, um, you know, taught to like their job and to feel good about their job. So that way that when she's making a bed, she's not going through the drawer stealing my stuff. So there has to be some type of balance in that. So, I mean, you know, what do, what, well, what do, you, I mean, I so mean, what do you choose? Oh, 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 oh. this okay. is going to do. Oh, okay. Hold that. Hold that thought. Yeah, we're okay. going to grab another call. Uh, Hold on. All right. All right. Two, three, four, your line is open. I'm going to squad up. Peace, Black African Power. Peace, all everybody in the room. This is Brother Gerald African from Canton, Ohio. Who's calling in, listening in, man? All right, man. How's everything going, brother? Oh, everything is well, man. Uh, just getting ready to move myself around, doing some things in my life right now to try to help me get back on track financially. As always, I'm studying, doing the knowledge, you know, on the ledge. Um, I have to say I've, uh, I've kind of gone away. I mean, I want you guys. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I visit the Facebook group often, but uh, I kind of, I kind of like don't like the times where the main key, you know, the people that are actually bringing the knowledge are not the ones posting in the chat rooms and in the Facebook groups because you get a lot of misinformation and a lot of <laughs> conversations and things that go oh, nowhere. No, 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 so that's no, no. one thing that irritate me. You know, I wish there would be more, uh, it'd be more like discretion as far as who, who's let in into the group and who's allowed to continue to post. Because you know, I, I understand some people are, you know, have good intentions or are just lost and are really looking for information. Some people have good intentions and probably are not just going to get the information. But some people come in there just to, you know, start stuff and and act violent, and, you know, not everybody's a scholar, and, you know, this is a scholarship group, you know, there's this place for gangbangers, I ain't never been a gangbanger, I ain't never been one to, you know, constantly disrespect somebody and talk and go back and forth, I like to argue information, you know, to upgrade my information, I see a lot of internet gangbanging going on, and it's, you know, kind of irritating, so I've kind of been off of it, I do want to let you know, I've been studying that, that Magi handbook for the conscious community, so, mm-hmm. And uh, I got I got Shaka's book. It's on the way. Uh, Shaka almost Codex game over, so I'm gonna peer review both of them, and uh, hopefully I'll be getting back to y'all in, in a couple of days, couple of months maybe. 
you know, with some information I might need clarified. Appreciate hey, that, yo. bro. Not fine, yo. Almost definitely. Uh, it's uh, appreciated, man, to um, for the brother Jonathan. Um, I, I was, um, it's a, it's a, a lesson I'm supposed to teach uh, to um, a group of students. I kind of wanted to buy the book in bulk. I haven't. I, I'm not sure how, uh, how I want to go about it anyway because I, I think it's, uh, funds are going to be provided for me. But I just wanted to know uh, if I could still buy him. I remember him posting something about buying in bulk. There will be special deals on it. But if I could still buy it in bulk from Blurb, then that's the way I bought my personal copy. No, nah, get at me directly. I could get you a better price if you buying it in bulk. And I... Uh... I I even appreciate the consideration, so let me know. No doubt, I'm I'm I friended you, so I hit your inbox. Right. No doubt, hey. peace to the squad, man. Y'all continue on. Hey man, hey, shit, we're gonna keep banging this thing out, man. Call the number three four seven eight five seven two zero five five. Listen to you on the raw squad, man. And we just doing our thing, man. Um. I kind of want to, uh, uh, okay. got 11 okay, minutes okay to call I... in. Uh, so, uh, you know. Okay, but okay, sure, if I, say, and I, I, just, I just want to say this, you know, because I'm a listener primarily. Um, I would like you can't cut me on. To you can't you. cut me. You can't cut me on, though, yo. You I'm cut sorry. my vision. Lost my train of thought, yo. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry about that. I, I apologize. I just yeah, wanted to ahead. say that we get a chance you know, to pass off to everybody to so take a look at this YouTube video of um, Jock Fressel called um, The Venus Project. I don't know if you're aware of it or not. Uh, I think it's exclusive of where we could be if we got our act together. Um, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> Apologize. Going around coming around. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, hey, hey. Get out of mind. Me, that's just support. That's just the force, man. I'm fear you on that. You know, I live it that way. You know, to me, it's just really, I, I try to channel whatever the ancestors pass on to me to anyone else, man. And I got love for everybody that has love for love. If they got hatred, I just, you know, I just don't got nothing for that, you know, because it's a waste of energy to me. You know, I deal with the, the concepts of energy. So, man, it's big ups to you, dude, man, because like I said, the thing you once said that I listened to, and you say, what were we before all of this? And every time you ask one of these cats that, that question, I get nothing but church silence. <laughs> and they act like we jumped out the jumped out the womb of the earth, yo, Christians with a Bible in our hand, talking about, here I is, save you know? me. And for me, I don't go by no books. Uh, you know, I don't go by books. I read a lot of books. You know, I, I've read uh, um, William Cooper's book, you know, which, you know, that was some difficult reading because he tried to explain how the system is built, okay? But I feel we really do have an opportunity right now to change the tide. But pettiness and children in the playground attitudes will not get it. Just won't get it. We got to become mm-hmm. mature adults now, you know? That's why... Well, you know adults, you know, you know adults of, take care of themselves. Right. Some adults do. That's what men and well, women do. Well, I look at adults are responsible. Right. So it's not responsible to allow your mortal, mortal enemy to control your food supply. It's not responsible. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Not responsible you know, you know to allow your mortal enemy to school your children. That's what being responsible. Yeah. You know, I'd like to talk to you off air about some of those things. I don't really want to talk on air about those things. Because remember, I spoke about self-sustainability. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm from, you know, from this point on, I'm just going to listen. It's just the, the John Fresco thing. Uh, the Venus Project, I think, is primarily... Uh, something that everybody needs to sit down and really look at and ingest, you know, because it's it's about the future of this planet. Mm. All right. All right, bro, let's move to our next segment right now, right here, yo. Y'all can fill in the gas as it comes. All right, we study the past, right, so we understand the present, you know what I'm saying, so we can understand the future. In that order, can't learn nothing from the future because this shit ain't came yet. You can't learn from the present because it's still happening, yo. Y'all know what it is, yo. The only place best qualified is learning from the past. So, you know, I'm appalled when I hear people say, well, you know, why are you, why, why are you studying back there? Why are you doing that? See? Right? If you if you truly study the past, you, do, you won't get stuck in the past. You'll know. You'd be like, oh, shit, got to get it going, got to get it moving. All right, look, I put a link in the chat room, right? It's UNESCO, okay? Uh, y'all know the smell. Y'all know they call it the Cairo Symposium. You want to talk about that, Smash? I'll throw that in for a minute. Pardon me, bro. You want that? I know you're fishing. Knock that down. I just was uh, stepped to the side to talk to my wife for a second. Apologize. Okay. All right. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. So we we know that they called the Cairo Symposium, man. They called that. I think it was in 1972. All right. Bill filed banger. All right. Um, she can't be guilty. You know what I'm saying? They come there and they do battle with the greatest minds, quote-unquote, in Egyptian history. <laughs> all right? White people from all around come from everywhere to sit down and deal with this issue. You can get the, matter of fact, you can get the article, right? It's called The Peopling of Africa and Deciphering the Moretic Script. Okay? Now, if you go to the chat room, all right, clearly I put that in there for you all. Alright. And it's a comprehensive history of Africa, a nine volume set, and they're working on one more and it's free. The downloads is free. I prefer the books, right? But, you know, like to make that shit real big on the computer. Alright. And so we know this title symposium and Bill Five Banging she got the D out and them got finished with that ass. They recognized that they didn't know as much about Africa as they thought they did. So they called scientists from all around the world, paleontologists, geologists, right? And they wrote this nine-volume set. The first volume is the General History of Africa Studies, study document, right? It's a symposium, like I just said, in the people of uh, Egypt and deciphering the Mel script. Okay? Second one is, uh, study document two, uh, African slave trade. 
from the 15th to 19th century. Reports and papers and meetings of experts organized by UNESCO at Port um, Prince Haiti, uh, January 31st to February 4th, 1978. Next volume, right, is uh, meetings of experts on the history contacts between East Africa, Madagascar, on one hand, and Southeast Asia on the other, across the Indian Ocean, 1974. Next one is the meaning of experts on <laughs> the history of South Africa. Mm. Read every last one of them, right? But I am telling you, shit is free. If you claim you love Africa, you would make sure your children got a chance at it. All right? Let me see. Um, let me get to the actual. Let me see if I can get to the. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see what that is. So they got documents all over this first page I put. They got resources, phase one and phase two. All right? They also got uh, African history through Indian sources. I mean, you just go on and on and on and on. Let me let me let me get you the actual values. All right, here. Let me get you the actual values. The volume one actual book, right, is uh, the method methodology, right, in African prehistory. Now this is important right here. You don't read no other volume. Read this, and we always talk about methodology. Methodology. What is your methodology? How do you come to your conclusions? What are you using? Have you critiqued your sources? What are you doing? Read that volume one right there. Volume two is Ancient Civilizations of Africa. Volume three, Africa from the 7th to the 8th century. Volume four, Africa from the 12th to 16th century. Five, Africa from the 16th to the 18th century. Six, Africa in 19th century until 1880s. The next value, five, six, seven, Africa under colonial dominance. That's the one I was, that's the one I'm talking about. I read this morning. All right, eight, Africa since 1935. In the last value, so. And they're working on that. All right? So, this is free. Ain't no excuse why your children shouldn't know what they know. All right? So much time we got left for the... I'm going to read a little, little piece here that we can get to the open discussion on it. Because it's valuable. So y'all got 90 seconds to call in and catch the rest of the show. Call in number is 347-857-2055. All right? Again, the call in number is 347-857-2055. You listen to the Armin Ross Squad, right? Um, about to get into that last hour. I think this is a very, very important portion because we spoke of a lot of things. Okay, and one of the main things that we kind of talked about was how they educated us for failure, right? And how when the guns are blazing don't work, 
You know what I'm saying? And then the missionaries don't work, right? They always get you with their language and their education process. So they educate you on how to lose. <laughs> All right? So in this particular value, value seven, right? You find this part right here. The chapter is called Islamic Revolution. All right? Let me see. The revolution, we'll pay them more. 42. All right? See if I can catch this, capture this point I want to capture. It says the revolution of Samari in the 1870s was the most successful and the most important of the many rebellions organized from the 1840 onward by the Jula, that's J-O-O-L, or that Ismailized and educated trading sections of Songkai. It's a details of the activities of the, of the Somari tour are given in chapter 24 below. Suffice it to state here that through Somari was far less educated and less Fanatical than the early jihad leaders. Right? There is no doubt that until the mid 1880s, he aimed at converting people to Islam and using it as integrating force or integrating force. Alright? So we see how they're doing it. We see how they put it together. And so it was far more effective, right, than the war that they was waiting on the African people. Better off just Islamized they asked through education. These Islamic revolutions or jihads had very far-reaching political and social consequences. Politically, they resulted in the creation of a huge empire such as Sokoto Caliph, which by the 1820s covered almost the whole of former northern region and parts of the former western region of Nigeria. Yeah, I thought I was talking about somewhere else. Come on, Nigeria. The Masian Empire, the Masian Empire, which dominated the area of the Niger Bend until the incorporation into Al-Haji Umar Empire, which stretched from the headwaters of the Senegal and Gambia River to Timbuktu. And the huge empire of Samari, Samartori, which extended from the northern parts of the modern Sierra Leone, Guinea, to Bamako and Western Sudan. Uthman Dan Fredo Jihad also resulted in the rival 
and strengthening of the old kingdom of Borno, thanks mainly to the activities of Shaku Muhammad al-Kamani and a devout Kainabu Muslim called in by the rulers of Bruno to assist them against the forces of Uthman di Fano and his son, Mohammed Bello. So they fighting each other <laughs> for the spoils of Africa. Hmm. No, that's a bunch of crap right there. Hold on. I'm going to kind of put that in me. Hold on. Let me scroll down a little bit. Okay. All right. Islam gained ground in other parts of Africa, especially in what's this, uh, Syri Renika and in the eastern Sahara in present-day Libya and latter in northern parts of the modern Sudan thanks to the activities of, uh, of Sanyu and Mahdi respectively and finally in the interior parts of eastern Africa and especially in Uganda following activities of Arab and Swahili trailers. Now it goes on to the next one, the Christian missionary activities. I ain't going to read that, but I'm going to tell you right now, the Christian missionaries, what they actually did was the actual missionaries, they started setting up these damn schools. And this is very, very important. Did you know that the missionaries set up the schools? Go figure that. So they wasn't using a gun. They was using their educational process to get you. And that's the point I just really, really want to make. That is through the education that they got you. So the question is, how do we change that? What rules should we put in place? How we should control our education? And you can kind of see what what the brother meant when he wrote, when he wrote the book, education of the Negro, Carter G. Woodson. So we were miseducated, okay? That's why. Our plight is the way it is because it's based off our education of knowing what is it that you know about your situation. Where, what is your standpoint of view? Do you have the oppressor standpoint of view? Uh, do you have an Islamic standpoint of view, Christian, Jewish standpoint of view? How is it that you're viewing the world? Like we put ourselves in this box. I talked about it earlier. The ancient this, the ancient that. Ain't none of them stories ancient. No such thing as an ancient Hebrew, and I've said it a million times. No such thing. Not a little bit. If they wish they would, they did not exist in ancient times. There's only one ancient culture on the planet, right, respectively, and that's the ancient African culture. And when I say this, people don't get it because you got African cultures of 70,000, 30,000, 15,000, 190,000. That's ancient. And ain't none of them other people around. 
Matter of fact, you ancient. When you're the population on the planet, let you know that you are ancient. Let's see, that's easy work right there. Let me grab this card real quick before I get back to that text. 504, your line is open. I'm Ross Squad up. Yeah, who's up, brother? What's up, brother? What's good? Who's up, brother? What's good, brother? Black African Power. Yeah, both up. Black African Power. Oh, I was sitting here listening and, uh, you know, everything that you were uh, saying. But we as a, we as black people got to realize uh, one thing: ain't nobody else gonna do it for us. And I was on the radio show, listening to the radio show you had last night, and everything that you was telling the Zoriac, he did the you know Hebrew bug dance. But I don't understand how a person that's educated can't see that, even though we put <laughs> black into the Bible, but we can't see the system that that's applied. To oppress you, and this is this is what gets me with a lot of people, especially these preachers. You know, you can't see the format when we be explaining this. And like I tell you, I carry um, the book by Chancellor Williams, and when I let them read a few, you know, things I highlight in the book, it's like they're still challenging with the Bible. And so, you know, that's what confuses me with, with, with our black people when it comes down to that. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm really basically just sitting here listening because, you know, every time the Alvarez squad speak, I try to be there to listen. But that's what gets me, brother. That's where I'm stopped at. You're stuck at. <laughs> I think we all stuck right there, yo. <laughs> like, damn, you don't see it? <laughs> You know, because, yeah. you know, when you become a man or an adult, you know, it's time to put away belief systems. You're supposed to know things then. You know, it's cool to believe in the fairy tale and two fairy when you, you know, five, six years old. But when you get to that certain age, it's time to start believing and start knowing. Because, mm. you know, you got to change, you know, your belief push you towards your faith. Your faith makes your belief. Either you, when you get to the end of your belief, you look right or left. And you realize it's true or not true. So if you realize it's not true, it's time to go on. You leave that belief alone. It's just a belief. And get on to the knowing process. That's all I had to say, brother. Hey, look, man, you know, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better just not to know how like it's not happening to you. Oh, man, they ain't really killing us like that, man. They wouldn't do it. Ignorance. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man, you know Jesus coming back. Come on, man. They wouldn't lie to us about that. Ignorant. <laughs> yeah, man, I think, I think seriously, you couldn't live. Mm-hmm. Growing up in America, yo, ain't no way in the hell you can't see it. I'm not trying to hear that shit. I don't care what nobody say. We all see it, and it's going down, and we know it. All right? We all see, see it. it. I, I mean, I, I seen something on my timeline today. You know, no disrespect. Um, there was a young man from my uh, city that died today, and he happened to be a father and whatnot. You know, this is a this is a white man. It's in our community. You know, we got two black women. You know, saying love and taking care, raising kids, not his own, and tried to rob them. But 
on my timeline. I mean, I had no problem with anything everybody was saying. I try not to comment on things so as not to upset the family because I happen to know the family. They happen to be related to me. But um, I've seen so many pictures, like, later on in the evening, and just, like, repost this twice if you believe Jesus is going to help our city. <laughs> I, I, I had to stop. It, it hurt my feelings. I said, after all of that, that's that's all we got to come back to. Mm. Well, you know, say, bro, you know, and, they and, and that was a white thing. It was a white thing. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. All right, yeah, they had a little incident down here. Um, like two weeks ago. You know, guy shot, you know, his, his girlfriend, he shot her daughter in the head. She was eight and shot her sister. And they was given a visual, which, you know, I'm going to respect that, you know, because they they answer. So they asked me my opinion. I said, well, where God and Jesus was before the bullet shot? I said, how come he, they always the after effect of anything? Why they can't be the before effect? Why couldn't it be yeah, before the brother put point. the gun in his hand and shoot it? You know, that's my thing. And... All they could tell me was we meant to suffer. I said, not me. <laughs> I said, I wasn't born. I wasn't born. I was. I wasn't born, you know, as a sinful person. I might have been born into a sinful system, but I was. I ain't did nothing wrong. I said, well, in that case, I said, well, all right. If the police come get you for something I did three years ago and take you to jail, I said, wouldn't you oppose that? He said, yeah. Well, I said, well, that's the same stuff you're trying to pull on me with Adam and Eve. So you're telling me because Eve and Adam built an apple that I'm suffering for. I wasn't even here. So, you know, and then when, they, when you bring it down like that, they shut up for a while and they walk off and then they they, sit, they tell you to go to a place where, you know, don't exist anyway, but you're going to go to hell. Well, that's good. As long as they got air conditioning in the cave, I'm good. You know, that's all I tell them to walk off. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. If you just ask a Hebrew where it came, wife come from, that ends the whole conversation. How can you leave and go get a wife? And where did her parents come from? Whole way. Like, Hebrews, they just, they still want to do any math. You know what I mean? They, they, and, but they love the system. And people love... <laughs> camaraderie, but the whole thing don't make sense. Like I say, if you just read it, you know, you you have to have cognitive dissonance to block certain stuff because this man, is only, how did he go find a wife that was his age after he just killed his brother? Like, that's stupid. But they just ignore it. Can you guys tell me what city that was? Where where and when this happened? Oh, I'm in New Orleans. This, um, this happened in New Orleans like about two weeks ago. Uh, young brother shot uh, his, his girlfriend Shot the eight-year-old kid, which she had nothing to do with. Then went in there and shot the sister-in-law, but he didn't kill her. She survived and told who did it. So, I'm, you know, my my situation is with this is with any killing of any young child is why the child? Or uh, what was the, you know, conflict that made you get that mad? It, exactly. People, people are, I mean, it's, it's borderline, like, selfish and, like, insanity. You know, we go to church every day and we pray about little things, like like, like things that we don't need, but we don't, you know, we we see children killed and, you know, past it. You know, that's, that's not important. It wasn't my family. You know, my problems are more important. And do you really think that somebody is out there thinking of, you know, your personal individual issues that you can get over over the life of children, no matter whose children they are. 
that's that's true, man. You know, but you know, you got to pray for the right thing. I like, you know, I heard a great brother tell me, you know, he prayed he prayed for air, he prayed for water, and he prayed to his ancestors, and that's what I use now. And when people ask me why you pray to air and water, I said, well, try you know about ten minutes without no air, and try a week <laughs> without no water. You know, and I said, if it wasn't for your ancestors, you wouldn't be here. And, you know, well, they look at me and say, well, aren't you crazy? Well, I'd rather be crazy and out of my mind than to sit here as old as I am and believe in that stuff. <laughs> now, I don't hate on people that believe, man. Um, <laughs> my family are church members, church goers, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. You know, just, I mean, it's the, it's the leadership. They have better leadership at leadership, but they don't. People want to be entertained, man. You can't. I mean, that's they know it don't make sense, and they accept it. Black people all have their own reasons of why it makes sense to them. They'll tell you that the choir, that the devil was the choir director in heaven, like they had organs in heaven and crazy stuff like that. Streets is made of gold. They'll make it make sense to them. They know it doesn't make sense the way it is. So they'll find a way to make it make sense because they want to be entertained. That's why I'm saying it's so hard. You don't have to worry about pulling people out of. That's not goal of anything because there is science in there but the the magicians that made that they knew that they had to be what they had to be you know what I'm saying so that's just how I leave it like so do you think we should we, we have to fight entertain think we should be entertaining too as well and to a degree, I mean, if you if you don't if you I mean and be engaging, not entertaining. Uh, I, I write I talk about being engaging because we are programmed. We're fighting programming. We've been done with this a year. It's programming. That's what it's all about. Images, and you know, like I say, they tell us we slaves, so we fight slavery. You know what I mean? But that's the image. I'm not to say it's not true or not true, but it's the image that was that was introduced. So we have to combat images with with other images. You you can't break it. You only can break a spell with a spell. That's it. I know it's not spooked out when you spell, when you write words, when you write an image, when you, when you configure an idea. These are ways to communicate. So we have to we have to communicate our ideas uh, in, in a new way. Mm. Okay. All right. You think these? Uh, do y'all think these these debate forums are eventually going to? Because I'm just going to be honest with you. you know, I'm a follower, a fan of hip hop. And, you know, I've seen how, you know, if you study the hip history of hip-hop, no matter what time period you grew up in, if you study the history of hip-hop, you know that it evolved from something that, you know, was in the community. It was just, you know, it was the people. And now it's graduated to something that the people who are on top use to divide and control the people, you know. And I, I see these, these types of debate forms the way that we do them, you know, it's, it's something that's on the rise, you know. But I, I, I can't. I don't say that. I can't say that I have the clairvoyance how it can be taken over, how it can be infiltrated, how it can be destroyed. I can only see that it's going to keep on growing. So at this point, I think it would be wise that even if we don't feel like that these things are getting us anywhere, that these things aren't important or it's whack, I think we need to start getting control of them. When I saw. Um, Brother Unk and uh, Jonathan show up to the debate. I mean, that changed. It. It's, it's like they brought a whole fan base that, that was never present there. You know, people want to see this. People want to this, but the people that do the work, you know, the good guys got to show up. You know, the good guys <laughs> got to be in control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. You ain't lying, man. 
lucky we ran out of time and get to really get it get it to him. Lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ran out of time. They got all the YouTubes. I done rewatched them. Look, I paid Sarnetta the 20 for the, the, the live viewing. Um, I rewatched it again, recorded it myself, and I'm going to DVD it up and hand it out for free to anybody that I can see that's interested in. Mm. Okay. I hear you. Hold you up. Let me uh let me get right back to the book. All right, talking about the Jola. Right, y'all can look them up. Oh yeah, I didn't see that link that you said you posted. You said you posted the link. For... Mhm. Let me see. Right here, UNESCO. See me? Okay, I got it. I got it. All right. And I'm gonna share. Really, I, I was reading books. Five the first time. This is book seven right here. Got that all mixed up. I'm gonna put that in there for y'all, real quick. It's dealing with the literature real fast to show you that the way we got to get that education back, yo. You can't if you ain't educated, yo. You can't do shit right. Ain't no doing. Let me see real quick. Um, I really want to just kick real quick. All right, now, um, just dealing with uh, the literary culture in the Western Sudan, it would appear that basically contending interests penetrated the Western Sudan during the colonial period and colonial or European and Muslims represented by the Jula, J-O-O-L-A. So we see starting off here. You got contending interests. You got the Muslims on one hand, right? You got the Europeans on the other hand, all fighting for the souls and resources of African people here. And they do it through their literature, right? Like the young brother said, you got to fight a spell with a spell, right? That's why we keep our literature alive and kicking. That's the only way you're going to get that part even up in your mind is to fight back with literature. That's why we fight so damn hard and bang on the Hebrews routinely. I always got a smash for the Hebrews, for the Christians in the month. I'm always had that. Now, some of the upper brothers on the squad, you know what I'm saying, they might not be going that route all the time, but I always got something for them. Because I know they're trying to promote their literature, right? It's literature, right? And we need to always promote our literature. And I'm telling you this, that's where they want at. They got you with the literature, they say the latter penetration into the countries of the Western Sudan had commerce for its basic end. Talk about the jeweler. All right? Talking about everybody. Commerce. Goods and products. They say their immigration into the towns such as Bubu, Da Kulo, Kong. Banduku, and so on, followed the trade patterns from the gold sources in the Gold Coast, Ghana, Upper Volta, now Burkina Faso ancestors, and other mines in tropical belt, ending along the caravan trails 
of the Sahara. Now, I told you, follow the damn trade routes. Study the trade routes. Study the commerce. See who's in control of the trade routes, yo. And you'll figure out who is in control of your mind. Always based off of trade, commerce. You move Bibles and Korans up and down trade routes. Ships, trucks now these days. This literature will always flow to keep a steady diet of educating people. But are you being miseducated? It says Jujula, a name which itself describes their main occupation, trade. Were however equally concerned with the penetration and the promotion of their Islamic culture and served as a link for further Moorish and Arabic penetration into the rain belt of the West Coast. And while admittedly the literary culture of Islam, which penetrated areas of West Africa, was largely conservative, radical, and stereotyped, its methodology consisting of learning by rot rather than by recognition. Its content restricted especially to Islamic exogenesis and the law, hadith, the continuing movement of scholars between the West Coast and the North Africa and the Middle East right into the 12th century and the valuable trade in manuscripts was flourished side by side with the more mundane material of the jeweler commerce testify to the more inquiring nature of the Arabic scholars amongst this African adherence. Historical writings owe as much to the Arabic scholars as to their contemporaries of the Europeanized coastal towns or products of Western literacy. For instance, a survey of libraries of Malams of the West Coast largely around the Cote de Livoux in 1920 revealed manuscripts which covered history, language, Arabic grammar, poetry, mathematics, logic, jurisprudence, etc. Well, y'all can finish reading that because I gave y'all the uh, link to that. And you can get that free, right? Just go through the whole website. But I am showing you how these Europeans and these Muslims do was, was, was integrating their culture into Africa. Setting it up, they had a plan. It's 2015. This is the 1800s. They was planning for these days now. Planning to have that foothold in Africa right now. If you keep reading, it talks about how you got some Asians during this time taking townships, always using their literature. So now y'all kind of understand why it's so goddamn important, right? Now, we say, well, should we have debates? You're goddamn right we got to have the debates because it's about literature, and it was literature that got us. Was it the guns as much as you thought it might have been? It was the literature. It was the information that got us at the end of the damn day because you only killed but so many of us. Mm-hmm. 
And the nigga ain't fighting back when you educate him. He, you know, we want to be educated. You get the least pass of resistance when you hit a person with, edu- you know, niggas educated. I ain't going to fight no shit. I'm educating you. I ain't fighting shit. <laughs> so, I mean, these are some great works, man. These books, man, I can sit here and read these motherfuckers all day, man. You know, it's just important for us to get our uh, academic prowess up, right? And see, once you get that up, once you get your mind clear to that crazy-ass religion, the crazy dog they got you with, get back in tune with nature, then you then you ready to get on the forefront and do what you got to do, whatever it is. I'm going to say it again. Whatever it is you need to do to clear them paths, you'll be ready once your mind is clear. But you can't, I say it over and over again, man, if you don't clean the shit off your step, yo, you're going to give babies going to walk into the shit on the step. Ain't no cut cards on that. Dan, I promise you. And you say, well, you ain't going to beat this thing with education. Well, they beat you with education. That's how they beat you. They beat you with education. Shit. Man, you know how large Africa is? They couldn't have never took all that shit with, with force. Shit. They can't even be... Okay. Right. They always say... That dependence might in the goddamn sword. Don't y'all know that's the truth? You beat the the Vietnamese beat the shit out of Americans, but they wrote on paper that they won. <laughs> shit, come on, man. You Palestine right now? Not not Palestine. Uh, Pakistan, up in the mountains, man. They ain't never been able to beat them. They been blowing their ass up for years. But the education, though, be fucking their ass up. Be having them ass turn size the whole nine yards, though. So look the at the Japanese. Can get them about the mountains. Go ahead, brother. Look at the Japanese. They, um, I mean, the Japanese clearly lost the war, you know, the World War Two. you know, with yeah. those bombs. You know, there wasn't no mm-hmm. coming back from that. But you can't, you can't, you, you can go any, many, money more with the homes in America, and one of them got a PlayStation. You go Xbox, Xbox, PlayStation. They got our, their hands in our pockets. Winning. On property, re, re, um, re, all that. Beating. They winning. They beating way more than they did with that thermonuclear bomb. It's a trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't think the problem is education. I think enough of us are being educated. I think it's like I was saying earlier, it's miseducation. It's who is controlling. You know, the good mm-hmm. guys got to show up because you can have, you know, the, the coldest black black woman, black man in the world, you know, with the, with the most energy, you know, using the sun till it's fullest. They're using it for a different, you know, being. They they out here for the the gay rights. They out here for, you know, immigration, things of that, that nature. They're not out here for, you know, what they really should be out here for. Um, like I was saying about the solidarity of the Japanese and how they got together. They went, they went and they nation built for real, you know. So mm-hmm. when it comes to like a, a fellow of mine was just speaking to me about um, Jeremy Lin. Uh, Jeremy Lin, I remember. I don't know if you guys watch basketball, follow basketball, but I know you know you know athletes get caught out in the media all the time. Black athletes, mm-hmm. they're always been disrespected constantly. Um, I remember the year that Jeremy Lin was having his little run successful, and an article posted and it said chink in the arm. And, you know, chink is like a, I guess, a slang for it. 
you know, a disrespectful term for Asian. And it was immediately, you know, without, without, um, you know, anybody defending him or he, his job was gone. We haven't heard of him again. Jeremy Lin didn't have to make a statement. It didn't follow. It didn't take that much. That's power. When we have things that happen to us in, in life, when Mike Brown, you wouldn't catch, for instance, I'm sorry to keep throwing the Hebrews under the bus, but they're the main culprits. You wouldn't catch a group of individuals, a group of Asians, saying, we're glad. You know that Mike Brown. We're glad that it's more. We we hope it's more Mike Brown. We celebrate. We praise. You know the Lord when things like that. You know this is this is serious self hate. I think I think Brother Sar said it before too. At the same time we get this education, I think every every child adult you know that's calling themselves African of consciousness should see a psychologist. You know, just not not to be just see one, see somebody you trust. I know you can't trust everybody, but. You, you need to have your mind checked out because that's a, I mean, it's like a computer, you know, a storage thing, and you ain't, you are not in full control of that if you don't fully understand that. So, you know, sometimes, I mean, I think we need to bear down and stop being so proud, you know, you, and, you know, seek help, you know, when it comes to education and our mind and things of that nature. I think that's what we, if the psychology well, I mean, we got enough men. We got enough strong men. Look at the NFL. That's a damn army right now. If all of those brothers got conscious, if all of them act like or thought like Marshawn Lynch, they have a whole shit storm. They have to shut the NFL down. Hmm. Because they wouldn't be able to control them. Yeah, they said they shut down with the quickness, wouldn't they? They shut it down. Yeah, but if anybody got any more questions, man, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or statements to add on, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted y'all to kind of get a little glimpse into how they got you for real. Ahead, just John. to add on to what you were saying about the UNESCO, um, around that same time, around the early 1800s, um, a good point of notice would be like the French, because um, they were like, remember how they came into Egypt, did that Napoleon thing? Mm-hmm. And they, um, you know, they hold all these ships got burnt. So he was thought mm-hmm. their whole army was stuck there. Like you know, what I mean, their whole army was stuck on the, the northern continent of Africa, and that's how they took over that whole northern coast because they actually lost. You know, when they was trying to go east, they were trying to go east. They were trying to take over Egypt, the whole thing, whatever. But they couldn't go further than that. So all they wanted to do was go back up to the north of Africa. So that's how they got those northern continents, and that pushed a lot of people west. I mean, a lot of people west, a lot of people south. And created mm-hmm. a lot of um, uh, and gave them like the European their first major foothold into that country right there, which was that that um, just by 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 mistake by the English. Like I said, they not mastermind. Like it was by mistakes. The British was, you know what I mean? Was was thought they was doing good by destroying it by destroying their fleet, and they left them on the continent, and that just left their army there to take over the north, which was something different. <laughs> Yeah, say by mistake, burn these ships up, you know, left their ass <laughs> with guns. <laughs> <French> education. <laughs> and they just took over, you know what I mean? They just marched uh-huh. all over the north and took over. Yeah. Like, people don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, little, the little things yeah, in history that like, like, they don't like to talk about. No, nah, man, I like to talk about that, man. Well, shit, we ain't got nobody raising their hand. We ain't got no more calling. Shit, man, we we had an excellent show, man. 
We ain't getting no foolish ass Hebrews calling up, yo. So it always makes for a good show. You know what I mean? Yeah, he always bring that down. No drama. In. No drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get a little bit of that information and teaching there, man. So on some real shit right there, man. That's real, yo. So you know, man, I appreciate y'all calling in, man, and uh, dealing with a uh, pow- powerful discussion. We're going to keep rocking. We're going to have a couple hangouts this week. Man, you know what I'm saying? Make sure we bring the information. But yeah, not to mention, man, we're going to have that Amar Ross Squad album over with the real conscious music for real. Some real damn hip-hop, man. We want to make sure we put our place in changing hip-hop because, you know, uh, a lot of rappers are trying to go conscious, yo, but they ain't really down with the show like that. They ain't really, they, you know, they, they, they think some conscious shit. Remember when everybody first started studying and shit and you say Jesus was black? See, they be thinking that shit conscious, yo. We got another thing for them, yo. We want to make sure we keep the information rolling. All right, so you we got the like little Meek album Mills coming out. Unk? You seem like you yeah. see Meek Mills wear unk, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, then you I'm, got some I'm conscious major rappers. major influence in the world, man. I'm major yeah, influence in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we also got some rappers trying to kick the Islam a little bit, too, now. You know? Mm-hmm. So the suit I'm wearing the beds is symbolic of Islam, you know. So we got them. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make sure we do our part in transforming hip-hop. Y'all better know that. Because once again, within the lines of hip-hop, it's information and knowledge. Education. Right? So when you control the hip-hop, you control the education of the people once again. So we got to support brothers like Meek Mills when they do wear the you know what I mean? He's he's out there in the limelight, and he stepped out, which was a bold move. So I think we should, you know what I mean? Because he knows something. So pray for him. Yeah, he knows something. He don't just wear that. But then sometimes they just wear it. I don't, don't even know that they wear it. Same way they wear the Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I got it. He knows something. He's doing good. He's doing good right now. That brother's doing good. Trust me. So, yeah, that's pretty yeah, for him. Man. You know, in the future, images, you know what I mean? All of us. Let's make images. Yeah, Let's be creators. Yeah, man, I'm having just as well, yo. So, you know, mm, we're going to keep going. You know, no, no disrespect, but I seen a stripper with a with an eye of uh, a tattooed on her. Oh, I mean. We need her, brother. Like we need her. Some, some people just like to, I mean, I know we need her, but let's, let's not pretend. She ain't finding the eye of She ain't under the protection of God in the strip club. I mean, there used to be a place for them. They I don't understand the history. It used to be a place for them. Check out Delphi. I know y'all don't deal with the Greeks and y'all don't deal with all the ancient Egyptian history, but it's a place for it's a place for that. It's an art and all of that, man. Mm. The king, the, the the king used to have to dance. You dig what I'm saying? He used to have to make the best dance of the year every year. It's stuff that we don't even dig into, man. That's more spiritual than we can just understand. So, you know. Oh, I understand. You know, I support when I go out. I'm just saying, I'm like, can't be calling yourself conscious and, you know, or, like, I don't know. It's just, just my opinion, just something. I mean, it's like, hard, I'm, I'm, I'm in there, I'm in there, and I'm thinking, like, dang, I'm I'm terrible being here sitting there in a strip club, and I see something like that. I'm like, what? I wonder what she thought, what she was thinking about when she got that tattooed on her. Did she just flip through the book and say, oh, this is nice, or was she really on some... I really need this because I'm, you know, I'm out here. I need the eyes to hoodie. I need to be under the protection of God. Hmm. You never know. Nice looking tattoo. That's what I got. 
we cannot. That's what I'm saying. Like we can't. We we cannot judge, man. Like I'm. Um, I, I I really. I mean, we need to. I'm not saying we can't judge, but we we need yeah, to know. Yeah, that ball like, you. That ain't true, yo. Yeah, we true, we, yo. we need to know, though. Like I said, like everybody, everything that that they say that we're doing that's negative is not. Like they 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 switched our whole culture on us. And most of the we we need to just dig deeper. Like I say, like there needs to be places because these women are. I mean, these messed up, bro. These men out here are so psychologically charged up. I mean, sexually charged up. They will be raped and let they rape less children. These types of things right here are really outlets, and I know because that's where they take in this world. But it was always outlets, places like that, where people could go get energy from goddesses, where you may not be able to meet a goddess, but you can get energy from a goddess because that can propel you into where you need to be. Just talking to a stripper will help you. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Don't get a dance by a drink. <laughs> that will change your life, brother. Sir, sir, sir. Like I said, I, I've been in a few in my day. Not everybody in there is, you know, working to pay their tuition. Some of them just wants to choose, you know, wanted a nice car, used to a lifestyle. So, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying their position. I'm saying for what they can yeah, offer I, I you. What you I'm saying what is, I'm not saying everybody's a lost cause, but at the very same time, I think the point is we do need to judge. I like to use the scripture sometimes because I know that's what my people uh, understand. They see most, but I use them to my advantage. And I know one of the scriptures in Psalm 82, Arise, O God, and judge the earth for the outside of the all nations. You know, that's one that I always use when I'm telling people, people saying, don't judge me. I'm like, nope, God said judge you. You said it said he was talking to the people. He said, Arise, O God, and judge the earth for the outside of the all nations. And I see the science behind that. Judge. I mean, we as adults, we we're not we're not you know responsible for each other's lives for each individual action. I'm not responsible for that just choosing to be a stripper. I'm not going to change her life, but you know why? The point is for the younger generation, you know, not to see us condone those type of things. They want to see us condemn those type of things. They don't want to see us just not have the thing. That that's that's one of the biggest things that I have. One of the biggest pet peeves I have against people referring to homosexuality because they have I have family members that are homosexual. I love them to death. I kill for them. At the same time, I'm not condoning them their lifestyle whatsoever. You know, and I would tell it to my kids face or any kid that to, that's wrong. Like it would be wrong for me to tell dope or, you know, saying how sex outside of my marriage, you know, things of that nature. We can't rationalize everything that we do because that's that's the world that we are already living in. That's chaos. The the devil that's knowledge. That's knowledge chaos. itself though. You, you need to you need to rationalize everything you do. If you can't rationalize you shouldn't engage it. That's individual. That's individual. Collective we gotta be organized. Collectively we have to be organized. No, you can't just be following people. You can't just be following people. People can't lead work. you astray. You can't just follow people. People lead you astray. You see we found through Chrome right. that the leaders of these all these organizations that, were just leading people, but they were controlled I by know, the government. What else is you gonna What else are you gonna follow? Eventually, we gonna have leaders. You have to, again, like I mean, you said, like you said, the, the thing that you said you don't do is what you have to do. You have to start like, rationalizing everything that you think about. You have to think it through for yourself yeah. individually because that affects other people. You know, yeah. if you, like I said, if you have black people's best intentions at heart, then all you want to do is do. Black people's best intentions. It's impossible. But at the same time, brother, even while you rationalizing what you do, when you're going over yourself, when you're doing that knowledge yourself, like I did with myself, when I looked at myself and I saw everything that I've done, everything that I've used to, I judge myself. I judge myself before anybody else does. And I judge myself honestly. That's 
that's all you're going to do. You have to. You have to separate good from evil, you know, it's because because you're not going to you're not going to avoid it. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to escape evil. I had a status on Facebook that said it's, it's evil is within us all. You know, is it the enemy or the inner me? You know, it's the, the set, you know, if you read the, I, I studied the hieroglyphics or the, um, the, the meta nature, the, the, the story of the gods or whatever, and how it's, you know, it's the, um, the divine parts of you, you know. So I understand that Seth is, is, is a part of you. It's a part of everybody's personality. And right. It's, it's not avoidable, but it can be controlled. You know, you just have to. I mean, but it's I, an experience. Though, I'm saying it's an experience yeah. that needs to be experienced. True. So you can't take her True. experience from her. No, not at all. But you don't. You don't let. You, at, at the same time, your experiences they they must be categorized. They must be scrutinized, just like we're doing. Right. But well, we have to give her. Uh, we have to give her another image, though, because what she yeah. is to me, she's a fairy. Oh, she's a sure pixie. She has magical powers. You know, she can do things with her imagery, but she can do things with her magic, her entity, her essence, but she doesn't know it. And she has, doesn't have, um, you know, orders to, to, to lock into what they could do. Um, because she don't know if she could hurt somebody or lead somebody astray. But most likely those type of women flock together and they meet each other. And they, I'm, I've been in circles. And we think some of these high-paid hookers, prostitutes, don't know that they got magical powers and don't know that they control people with their mind. Exactly. You don't think and that they, they know that. confusion every day. With them power, all that power you're speaking on, they cause you because they don't have direction. That's why you need leadership. So you have to judge. You have to scrutinize. You do it in a, you know, in a loving way. That's why I just uh, got the Asar Emotep up with um, Where's the Love. Hasn't got here to me yet, but and I'm studying that too. You know, you approach everything with love. Are you even even being? Uh, love is the critical. law. You're right. Critical. Love is the law. That's the and law. You you're right. But that's what I'm saying. And when you're talking about law, you know, you're talking about judgment. You know, you're judging, mm-hmm. you know, individuals on their, their actions, reactions, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, mm-hmm. our point is to, to judge justly. That, that not judging or not ju- no judgment, I, I go to planet. But, you're like, but again, you're no judging judgment. yourself, though. Like but, you said, you know, you're hold judging on, yourself. I just wanted to, uh, the, the, the funniest thing is about my, my, um, my gym. I'm going there to work out to try to, you know, get in shape. And uh, me and my brother was walking out the gym. It's a pizza party every first Monday of the month. I'm like, well, that's ass backwards. <laughs> like, how are you going to serve pizza, you know, to a bunch of people that are working out? You just killed their whole workout that day. And I'm like, with no judgment, it also also have a, a saying no uh, responsibility either. What does responsibility mean? If you're a workout place, if you're a fitness place, don't serve pizza to your people that's sitting there trying to work out. Responsibility means response to one's ability. That's a personal thing. You have to respond to your own abilities. What I'm saying is that the uh, the uh, workout place, my plan. You can't go to a part. You can't go to a pizza party and not have pizza. No, no, no. Listen, listen to, me. listen to. Me. I'm saying that if they have a, if they have a, they they're providing food. Out of all the foods that they can do. They chose pizza. Why would you choose well, pizza? Or? Well, I, I'm trying to gain weight. When I work out, I, I take make I take um, weight gainers, so I would need a pizza. I would eat a whole pizza to my face. 
because I'm trying to gain weight. So, it's, I mean, you know, everything has its boundaries, but that's all I was trying to say. I ain't trying to, you know, keep going with you. No, no, no. Because I know that you got it. That's what I'm saying. I know you got it, but it's just like everything has its boundaries, you know what I mean? And the bigger that – and the further that we get, with these images, like, and, and what I like about what, what Duncan does with the weaponized and this information is they create passion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what these debates do. They, they, you see young men up there, they're passionate about the information because mm-hmm. this information is going to change your life. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need <laughs> <Right>. more of. <laughs> more of that is, is how we win. You know what I'm saying? Because no, no argument on that part of You know, we just build it. Yeah, we're just building, man. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all stopping too, man. I really do, man. Let's take us out with this, man. Science we be reading, studying math, artifacts from Egypt, study the craft. Word up. Yo, I'm just going off the vibe here and beating the drum. Do my skin love God because it's eating the sun. I capture light, glowing in my afterlife with God's trust. I turn stars into stardust, advancing. Chatting around the ends and fire with smoke from plants enhancing higher. Inhale, wind fell in your intel. Then dwell, left you in a trend and a spell. I could have been in a trench with the twelve, but just that. All I need is a slug in the Mac. When I squeeze, my enemies bleed. Please take the energy away and let it freeze. Like being garbated, that's the worst thing that's to be you're reincarnated. Abdullah, slash Duga, half Buddha, the black ruler. Design my mind like a black computer with an internet. I got degrees while traveling through black holes Crystallized in the physical of black souls On earth and the sun Reflecting the universe priceless Hard like devices Resurrected God like ISIS Righteous All hell Osiris Something in hell of bias I see far rising Over the horizon In the sun is Setting on the runway And on Sunday The flesh do sun pray Knowing one day I'll be dressed in a sun ray Even my double The stream is jet fast I beamed up Using Jean Tuss Death mask And on the rise Through the eyes I hate rude I learned to do magic That's higher than they do Now they wanna know Yo, is oh, yo Is he good? I stay on the low road With the priesthood Yo This goes out With y'all, y'all. This goes out to all those who will come after me, y'all. Rise up and rise up, y'all. Nick and I, the whole of the to the creative powers of the universe. I'm a nine in the sky, oh, champ. To the most high giving me this inspiration Yo It's that 2012 music, yo You got a vibe to it, yo